0: Hey, this is Kenda Prez and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riot Cast Network,
1: RiotCast.com. I need
2: some weed. I smoke some weed. Fuck it.
1: Oh, hello friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and I'm joined by a man who has no pants or undies on, and is currently firing off a Roman candle out of his boner hole.
2: That's Jeff Clark. I feel like we've heard that one before. Roman candles, boner hole. Yeah, I've heard that. Hey, what do you want? We're on episode, what,
1: 438? (laughs) Get off me. And beaming to us from inside the ball in Times Square... The bearded, booger-eating, baby new year known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Brap, brap. So here we are. It's the last show of the year. It's the last show of the decade. We took a week off. We're, we're older. We're wiser. We're fucking back.
2: Better Shuddy, than ever. Shuddy Boy is a year older. Yeah. 39, right? Fuck you. 43? Thirty-eight. Sixty-two. <laughs> oh, wow, 38. I, all right, I, didn't, I actually didn't think you were that old. I was going to guess 30, 36 would have been my official guess. Shut older than me. Uh, I don't, my official guess on you would have been 35. Oh, sweet. So I actually did know he was older than you, but I didn't think you were going to be that old, either one of you guys. Yep, we're old. We have some housekeeping things to address first before we do we get into other things. Yeah, I just want to do a Poo FL recap real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Might so, as well. So uh, the Poo FL 2, the real deuce as I call it, um, dr- the Dragon Slayer. What's his first name? I think his first name is Robert. The Dragon Slayer won the championship. Here's his avatar. It's me and a sombrero and a epic chubbiness just staring. Um, I think <laughs> it was on my Instagram or something. Yeah, you look like
1: you're in mid burp in that picture. Yeah,
2: that's that's what I believe what was happening. It was in my second college apartment. Second place was a flutie in the Blowfish who was Dylan, Dylan the truck driver. Third place, and he did not receive any money because I didn't pay out third place place in my league or in the PUFL. Number two is the Oracle. I got a message from Arts that morning. It was Arts and the Oracle. In Can the... you
1: take your laptop off the cords? I think oh, yeah, it's making sorry. a hum.
2: Yeah, yeah, static. Oh, I got a, go. uh, I got a text message from Arts that morning of the uh, the championship, and in his case, third place game of the fantasy football league, and he was asking, does third place make their money back? And I said no, and I told him I, I I told everyone that in the league note in the beginning of uh, preseason, uh, I well I said that only two places play out. And he responded with, that is so gay and that is lame. And I just want to tell him that I don't fucking feel bad, not even slightly. I don't. I put it in the league note. And you know what? How these things work with sports and fantasy football and tournaments and playoffs, someone's always going to be mad. There's always going to be at least one guy that's going to be mad. I was like, you know, do I care? Do I feel bad? And I don't. And lo and behold, turns out, Art's. Lost his third place game by 0.8 points. Oh, shit. So had anyone gotten their money back, hearts would have been a little butthurt. And that just goes to show you, don't ever try to wiggle out of gayness with fantasy football. You're always going to get butt fucked. It's always going to happen. There's- I mean, it's Final Fantasy football. It's yeah.
1: very, very lame.
2: Yeah. You, do you, you're not having fun? Go fucking figure. None of us are having fun. That's not the point. I hate it's it. fucking tradition. I sure hate it. I mean... I hate it. I'm in four fucking leagues. I keep losing my I lose $300 a year off of fantasy football. Am I enjoying myself? I don't know. Do I want to be called the pussy? No, I don't. So that's why I play.
1: The other PooFL, <laughs>
2: um, the Asterisk League, as Ginger would call it. Shuddy, don't get mad at me. Ginger, the biggest member of Pumanati, calls it that. So if you want to beef with him, you go ahead and take it up with him. He's got hands. I actually won that league. Everyone can Venmo me 20 or $25. At Jeff Clark on Venmo, I had won. You verified on there? No, no, not. I had won by point seven three, and had this been a money league or or more, there was more investment involved. This this would have been the worst beat in the history of fantasy football ever that I gave this guy. So, heading into the Monday night football game, all of our players played except for one on his end, and I was up. Ten point seven points he had Mason Crosby left Green Bay Packers versus Minnesota Vikings. Mason Crosby hit three field goals to equal ten points, and I putting him down point seven, the Packers scored a game winning uh touchdown on the final drive, and all this guy had to do was make an extra point and would have given this guy a point, and he would have beaten me by point three. The guy missed the fucking extra point. Let me see if I can pull this up on the fly. I'm sure this
1: gobbledygook means something to somebody listening.
2: Yeah, there's someone listening that's a man. That is fucking brutal. Because this guy lost by point seven in the fantasy football championship game by a missed extra point in Monday Night Football at the end of regulation. It couldn't uh, uh-huh. go down any lamer for him in a lot of ways. Um Hold on, trying to pull it up right now, this year, an extra points. He made forty one and he and he missed one. Or excuse me, he was four out of forty one. So the only miss the entire year was with the fantasy football championship on the line for and Ron Stoppable. And I won.
1: So Well, Ron Stoppable just straight up fisted me in one of the matches, so. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He crushed me by like 200. He had like 200-something points or something something fucking crazy like that.
2: He was 11-2 and going into the playoffs. He was the number one seed, and he was crushing everyone, but then he ran into the Dragon. (laughs) 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 And I actually, I I think I talked about this. I didn't know that I was doing so well because I kind of wrote the league off after we had some issues with the drafting and all that, but I didn't know until Curvy Beer Beer Girl told me I was playing her, and then I adjusted my lineup and made a concerted effort to beat her. <clears throat> and I got into <clears throat> championship mode against Ron Stoppable and pulled out as many of the stops as I could <clears throat> and beat that fucking pussy.
1: <laughs> I apologize, everybody, if I'm grunting and clearing my throat a lot. Got, so, got a little something-something a little while on uh, the East Coast.
2: Congrats to the Dragon Slayer, a.k.a. Robert, I think that's his name, hope I didn't fuck it up, uh, for winning PooFL 2, the real deuce. And congrats to me. F you, Jeff. F For you winning. Hard.
1: Well,
2: here. We're, oh, you got a trophy? No, but yeah, man. I don't want. I don't want to open this. I'm not opening your. You case. have to. No, it's not from me. It's from me. Oh, now I really don't want to open it, oh, man. I. I'm gonna cry. Thank you. It's gonna be, Already before I look at it's it's it, it's gonna be gonna a gonna rubber be, anus. It's gonna be a tiny dildo, and it's kind of. I don't know. Ironic? <laughs> that would be disappointing if that was the case. Oh, it's an actual gift. Shuddy, thank you. Thank you so much. Did you wrap it? Because this is really well done. I did wrap it. Oh, man. You really threw all your dad powers into this. A dunk set. This is perfect. This is exactly what I needed. I'm going to get all the A dunk set of I... what? Explain it for the, the oh, listeners. I'm sorry. I have an Oreo dunk set. Um, it assists me in dunking my Oreos in milk. Um... There's looks like a little attachment to a cup that holds the Oreos in the cup that you're drinking uh, in your milk cup, and you have a little looks like a Oreo tongs that you can grab an Oreo and dip it in. I'm gonna break into these a little bit later. Do you have any yeah, Oreos? There's, I don't. But there are,
1: we've we've been seeing all over Slack and all over the internet there are, are our new Oreo flavors coming early 2020. So
2: yeah, tiramisu I think is the yeah. Did
1: I say that right. I think you could tiramisu. say a tiramisu or tiramisu. I don't Standard. think it matters too much where you put the uh, the emphasis.
2: I know it's not supposed to be. I know it's an Italian dessert and not Asian. So tiramisu. Did you get me? And a that's gift? that's for me. Yeah. Okay. I feel like a real scumbag. I, I'll pay. I'll pay for dinner tonight. Oh, <laughs> cannabis and infused, infused pourable syrup. Double Imagine Caribbean. That. Beautiful. This is just what I needed. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta get am so terrible at gift giving. I, I gave apologize. the gift of
1: weed this year. You got the um, the double cup pourable five star extract mango Caribbean THC syrup. Oh my goodness, there's so many words in that.
2: Yeah, there's a lot going on there.
1: And I gave Shuddy Boy a uh, a Jay and Silent Bob. What was it? A a Berserker Doobie? Yes. One of the Jay and Silent Bob pre rolls. That's it's basically just a heavy ass joint rolled up of Moon Rocks.
2: Nice, dude. Nice.
1: Because I couldn't bring, I couldn't bring the. I know you really wanted the lean shuddy, and if it was just a little bit less, I could bring, I could bring it in my carry on. But it's too, it's too much liquid for a carry on, and my check bag got searched both ways, like it always does. Yeah, I've when I got home, that. I opened I up my bag. I think you're
0: worrying too much about the what they're actually searching for.
1: Man, if they if they open that up, they're taking that weed. Did you read that? Then what or are you going to do? Are you going to call the TSA and be like, "Hey, they stole my my pot"? I think you can't. Well, you can in California, right? Yeah, but I, I feel like going through TSA checkpoints with it on you
2: is chill. But I don't know. When I'm not there, I don't trust it. Like, when you're not watching them go through it? What do you mean, when you're not there, you don't trust it? Well,
1: because they don't have anybody keeping an eye on them. Those, like, the baggage handlers, they're in, like in a weird cave somewhere in the airport.
2: Okay. Yeah. So they get, yeah they're yeah. sniffing through my fucking underpants and shit. So you're assuming that they're either stealing it or confiscating and and it. Either way, you don't have it. Yeah. Okay. I got you.
1: And I got that little notice, that little piece of paper was in my bag both times.
2: I've never seen that before, before you posted it online. I get it constantly. Every time oh, I fly and
1: check a bag. TSA goes through my shit, and they leave me a little note saying that they're fucking snoops.
2: I'd accuse you of making this shit up if you didn't post on social media. It yeah, sucks. Well. It's almost like, I don't know, too obviously Kevin Kraft bad luck. Yeah, but. which is why I didn't want to press it. But uh, I've
1: you know flown many a time with doobies, as is stated on the LAX website. So I I figured I figure, uh, a Jay and Silent Bob pre-roll... It's a nice consolation prize for the weed lean.
2: This is sick. I appreciate it, guys. I had a really nice Christmas, and this adds to all the gifts, the great gifts that I got. And I'm going to get you guys something eventually. I really suck at gift giving. It's, uh, it's a hereditary. It's not, about,
0: it's not about that. I just saw it, and I was like, oh, this is perfect for Jeff.
2: Right, and I, I need more of that thinking into my existence because I only just think about me. And myself. And that's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's not. Well, let's think more gonna, about ourselves. We,
1: we, that's why I'm going to die a virgin. Christmas passed since we last met. Um, what sort of hauls did you guys get? You guys got anything good? I got myself an uh, iPhone
2: 11 Pro. Oh, dang. I'm pretty excited about that. No one bought it for me, but I'm stoked. See, Shuddy got an iPhone 11. Did you get a Pro? Pro Max?
0: I got a, I got a Pro Max, yep.
2: <laughs> Fuck, man. I got a little competitive. I was pissed off that Shuddy had more lenses than I had with my X my XR, and I wanted fucking three lenses so this pussy couldn't outlens me. But apparently, not only are we on the same amount of lenses, but he's even got more of a RAM on his phone because I just got the 11 Pro. I don't know how you feel about it, Shuddy. Thus far, I don't know if you've given a, if you've given a grade. I am thoroughly disappointed with my phone at this point, and I almost feel like. I just got to get it replaced because the battery life on does your battery life suck because I think I got a shitty model. That's what I think happened.
0: I it's not bad, but I always have like 85 things open and always forget to close stuff.
1: Okay, that's not my issue. So what your guys's batteries blow out real quick.
2: Mine does. I I, like I'm going to go into the genius bar, not not ream them, but definitely like listen here, genius. Like are you fucking with me? Like you this isn't like I know it's wrong. Like I want a new phone. That's pretty much what I'm going to say. Like this battery is I know it's stronger. I know it's better. It's supposed to be better. You guys certainly advertise it as having a better battery than it is. So I want a new phone. That's pretty much what I'm going to say cuz I I just feel like like the model or this this one specifically is fucked up. And and I did a snack attack. I actually did like four snack attacks or three on this on this phone yeah and you are busy on those snack attacks. Anybody who's a patreon
1: subscriber, you got a nice, healthy dose of snack attacks. Yeah, I did like four
2: holiday ones, and I, I them, all right, um, published them all under the five and 10 dollar tier. That's one like of them little. you put even on the, the tip jar tier. Yeah, and I thought about it. I should have put them all on the tip jar tier. I don't think anyone, I don't I think, think, think there's three people. yeah, and I think they all are on another tier anyways. They just threw in a dollar as well. Actually, maybe uh, you could speak to that. Works.
1: I have no idea if it works like I, that, but
2: yeah, like I'm. Well, no, I'm pretty sure. Like you can be on multiple tiers, and I think we even have someone who is on multiple tiers. And I think the three people that throw in a dollar are also on another tier. Anyways. Oh shit! So I don't know. I, I should have done them all. I just didn't think of it until the last one. But yeah, it's a little Christmas gift. And and I threw a Kevin's nerd hole
1: up there on the five dollar tier. I uh, busted out the home alone game on super nintendo nice dude and then for the people in the ten dollar tier i put the home alone 2 lost in new york super nintendo
2: Playthrough. Nice, on dude it. i i didn't yeah. mean to sit here and crowbar in advertising for our our uh patreon tiers the point that i'm trying to make though is that recording uh the snack attacks on a new phone three lenses i'm all excited and i usually do this thing where i hold up the treat up to the camera so the people everyone could see it i also take b roll and some photos and i kind of mix that through the edit as well but i always hold it up to the camera and usually take a thumbnail well it took like it made part of the video blurry because when i held up the 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 object close to the camera lens it has to like recalibrate when i put it away and it took like a minute to recalibrate it's like what the fuck is that well that's kind of lame yeah i was like I, I have a legit, very negative review about the iPhone 11 Pro at this point, and I just, I just believe it is this phone specifically, and I have to get a, I have to go to like the Genius Bar and get it switched out, because hmm. it's like, between that, between the battery, it's like you guys can't be fucking serious, right? I spent twelve hundred dollars on this. Are You guys fucking serious? Like, come on, the fucking battery doesn't last eighteen hours. Suck my dick. Maybe nine. Maybe nine. I I want it. I want a new phone. I want an X an XR back because it was way better, but I trust I trust that I'm gonna get a, a better phone and and that was just one of my gifts. I also got AirPods. And I, got I got them got too. Basketball sneakers. How do you feel about them so far? I think AirPods are fucking sick. Okay. I initially was like these things are stupid,
1: corny, right? What a waste of money for just taking the wires out. But it really is it really is freeing not having those dangling wires getting in the way of shit. I like that you can double tap to like skip songs and stuff. I like that if you if you take one of them out of your ear, it knows you took it out and it just pauses whatever's playing until you put it back in your ear and then it starts again. Mhm. I like that the the carrying case for them has like that magnetizing that sucks them like boink sucks mm-hmm. them in in place and it holds a charge. <sighs> so as long as you keep that shell charged, if the ear ear pods start dying, you just plop them in there, and that carrying case just charges them in your pocket a yeah. couple times.
2: It's a pretty sweet product. I've wanted it since they first came out. Arts, I think, was the first person I know that had them, and he gave them a really good review initially. It hap- This is going to be like a weird thing to bitch about, uh, but it alleviates one of my least favorite, or removes one of my least favorite things and unhappiest moments in my life, Whoa. and that is... When I'm walking or moving around and I'm listening to my headphones and my headphone cord gets caught on something and yanks it out of my ear, when that happens, that brief second, that brief moment is probably the darkest spot in my entire existence. I just, I immediately think in just like racial slurs and just, I think in just the most angry, I have the most angry thoughts ever and I just wanna freak the fuck out. Just like or if I'm running on the treadmill and I and I yank on my cord and my phone goes flying because I ripped on my you know, my yeah, yeah. My headphone cord, I get so fucking mad. I actually like yell like I look like a psycho, I, like yell out like fuck like Oh fuck your phone But do you know what I'm saying? Do you know that feeling, right? Yeah. It's annoying. It's I don't know. To me it's like the worst. So like the AirPods, I was gonna buy them anyways, but so I was going to say it's worth it anyways, but they were they were they were gifted to me, but I was going to buy them just for that. Like I can there's only so much of the the headphone yank that I could deal with.
1: Yeah, I feel like AirPods are like the perfect thing you could ask for for Christmas. I don't want to spend 150 bucks on them, but shout out to you, mom.
2: Yeah. My mom, yeah, exactly. My <laughs> mom had about a $150 budget and that fit in perfectly for. Her. Yeah.
1: I got that and I got some like Blu-rays and shit. And like gift certificates to Fandango and whatnot. Shuddy, how did you how did you make out?
0: Good. I got my parents picked up my comics from the comic book store. Uh, Zach's Sharon son's girlfriend got us a huge air fryer. That's the tits.
1: Yeah, air fryers uh, seem to be a big, awesome. uh, a popular one this year. I know quite a few people got air
2: fryers. I might have to invest in one actually. Shuddy, you're giving it a good it's review. It's dope.
0: It is dope. Yes. What have you air fried Crispiest, so far? Crispiest,
2: best. Fr- uh, so far, pierogies,
0: French fries, and chicken tenders.
2: I'm in. And Shuddy, I don't mean to be rude, but you got some, you got some size to you. You know how to eat, and you know good food. So if you're giving the yes, air sir. fryer uh, uh, a glowing <laughs> review, that that means more to me than than Kevin's review on that. Oh, you son of a bitch! You're you're a little thinner. That's all I mean. I know Shuddy likes to eat more than you.
0: I like to eat. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. It was, it's a great gift.
1: So I I flew back to the East Coast for the last week, and I'm trying to like re- retrace my steps here. We did our party in King of Prussia. Got the uh, the college crew back That's together for the first time in a while. That's a town, right? King of Prussia. Yeah, it's a town. Okay. Yeah. Isn't there like a
2: huge mall or something there? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, King of Prussia Mall is pretty mega. So we all got together, and uh, I thought we were going to have like a rager, and we were going to play beer pong, <laughs> and people were going to have lampshades on their heads and doing shots and beer bongs, and nope. everybody's...
2: Everyone had a bedtime, We're huh? all
1: fucking old. Shuddy had to leave so he could go to work. Uh, Dominic had to leave so he could go to work.
2: Were you just sitting there like, oh, great, I'm going to do all this blow cane myself? Okay, cool. <laughs>
1: The LA guy. If I had if I had Blow Cane, I probably <laughs> would have been the only guy doing it. But we busted out the Mai Ties and shit. Had some world famous Mai Ties from but there were
2: From you. You, you yeah. did those. Alright.
1: But you know, everybody's got kids now, so there were kids running around and Dom's uh, niece and nephew were there. So we couldn't you can't get too loose when there's you know four kids running around the place. And then by the time the kids kind of went to bed, everybody was like, uh, I'm tired too. I was kind of hoping Shuddy Boy would fall asleep so I could like pee on his head or something.
2: (laughs) Don't don't you have to uh, uh, exact some revenge? Didn't he pee on your head in a famous, there's like a famous party? We are at
0: an age where retaliation for that is no longer. The statute of limitations has, has run out.
1: I was and I use did. That term. I did punch Shuddy in the face and throw him into a hot tub.
0: There, yeah, he did. That is also fact.
1: I was gonna jizz in his ear too, and we just never got around to that. Pussy. <laughs> but that was. What's that? I'm moving
2: forward on uh, nine what, o'clock. Let nine me seventeen. Let me wait.
1: 19, what se- nine o'clock? Nine o'clock, nineteen seventeen. Jesus Christ! Let me do it because I'll put it on my Fandango. I have like. More gift cards on Fandango than I know what to do with.
2: So, Um, what was the most uh, exciting aspect of being back in New Jersey? Flying home. Like, back here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was, I I mean... How was the weather? I'm I'm busting balls. The weather was horrible. It was, like, either cold and rainy or just super cold. It was awesome hanging out with, you know, everybody in King of Prussia... Despite the fact that nobody blacked out or pissed on each other, it was still a fucking awesome time. But then, uh, you know, I had to. It was like a two-hour drive there, two-hour drive back, and then when I got home, my mom got sick.
2: And all the crafts came down the cold, didn't
1: they? Everybody got fucked up, but but then like everybody in our ancillary universe was fucked up. Like everybody I talked to was sick. One of my aunts didn't come to Christmas because she got sick. I was talking to people in L.A., and people in L.A. were sick. I think just the the plague went around. So my mom... I heard about that. We were all supposed to go to my Nana's house for Christmas Eve, spend the night there, do Christmas there, spend the night again, and then go home the day after Christmas. My mom was paranoid about getting my elderly grandparents sick. And, you know, when you're in your 80s, getting sick is a little little steeper of a challenge than it is when you're, you know, in your fifties and shit. Mm -hmm. So she was like, you know what? I'll stay back. You guys go and I'll, I'll come by, I'll come by tomorrow. So my mom shows up on Christmas and she's still all fucked up. And she's like, look, we gotta, I don't, I can't sleep here tonight. We, we gotta go home. So, uh, when I slept over my sister and her husband and I went to my, my Nana's house for Christmas Eve, And we watched a couple Christmas movies, had some drinks. I was going to sleep on the couch, but my grandma gave up her bed so my sister and her husband could sleep in there. And the guest room has two twin beds. So my Nana slept in one bed and I slept in the other. And man, my Nana's snoring gives Shuddy a run for for his (laughs) money. Oh, man. That is crazy.
2: You're going to put Nana on blast like that? Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. She rapid-fire snores. It's not like... (sighs) Machine gun snoring. Shh. It was. Oh wow. I was like, "Oh my god, what the hell's going on?" Sound like a car alarm. Did you talk to her about it the next day? Yeah, I busted her balls about
2: it. What did she say?
1: Did, and she also is
2: something she's heard before
1: for years and years and years. And she's gone to the doctor for it, and I don't know what the fuck's going on there, but she coughs all the time. She's never been a smoker. She doesn't smoke. She just <clears throat> coughs endlessly. I don't know if it's an allergy thing. I don't know what the fuck it is, but she coughs nonstop. When we went to the movies and saw Knives Out, she coughed the whole movie. So she was. She goes to sleep and she's sleep coughing. So when she's not snoring, she's coughing, and that woke me up. I had to put I didn't it wasn't Christmas yet, so I didn't even I didn't have my ear my airpods. I just put my regular iPhone earbuds in and played white noise. And just tried to drown out the snoring like that and it didn't really work so i'd say pretty much every single night i didn't really get much sleep the entire trip i was gone because the room at my stepdad's house the mattress is old and the house has high ceilings so the bedrooms don't really take in any heat so it was ice cold in there
2: and they put I, you with Nana, who snores really loud, like yep. Fuller, who always pees the bed.
1: <laughs> 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 Christmas Eve, I started getting the tickle. I was like, you know, when you breathe and you feel that tickle in your lungs, you're like, oh fuck, I feel like this is a coin flip on whether I'm, I'm going to get something right now. There we go. I had like the tickle for a couple of days. Then I had a sore throat the next day, and then I've just been coughing ever since. But I'm I'm, I'm lucky I didn't get one. My, my mom had because she was laid up, man. She was fucked up. She was. Like whole body aching for two days. She slept like eighteen hours straight. She had a, like, she got like a legit fever.
2: Yeah, she had a fever. She didn't have the flu, but she got fucked up. And there's no, you said it was pretty much a a whole like national thing. I heard people complaining about being sick out here. It it skip me. It's just my healthy lifestyle. I don't really, you know, my immune system is so I don't know, so good. I don't get sick very often. I really never get sick. Pretty, I mean, I heard from when we
1: were playing Fortnite last night, and um, Tim, who lives in Chicago, he said his entire family was sick, and then he got sick at the at the tail end of it.
2: No, Tim's a pussy.
1: I feel like humanity would be uh, in rough shape if a plague were to hit right about now. Yeah, we're all we all a little weak. weak. We all got we all got
2: our fucking fannies goosed by the cold. Yeah, a nationwide cold. So, last thing for Christmas on my end, this is a redemption year for Cheech. Or at least it was hopefully going to be a redemption year. He took it upon himself to bake a holiday ham and to do a sweet potato casserole. Oh, and man. We didn't want to have too much Cheech items on the menu just in case. You if, didn't want to get goulashed. Yeah, exactly. We didn't want to get goulashed, so we got three or four sides from Whole Foods as well just to fluff up the menu and the dinner The dinner, and also Cheech did a peanut butter lasagna dessert which I got here for you um, that's the last sliver that's some top notch shit but I brought it here for you to try it maybe you can give us a score here since you're snack Alphanakis. but alright he killed it on the holiday ham I'm he also bummed him.
1: out that I'm like how many days ago was this made so I'm not getting the, uh, the- Christmas Peanut butter lasagna at its freshest.
2: I don't think it matters that much. Yeah. Not, for, not, not for something like that. And no. I also
1: know how you... you this is probably sitting in your car for like two days.
2: <laughs> no. Uh, no. I know how Jeff Clark rolls. I, I, it was in there for an hour. It was just because you know, that's how long it takes me to get from Long Beach to, to, to Hollywood. But. So this looks rich
1: in whipped cream. The
2: Cheech's peanut butter lasagna. Yeah, there is.
1: A, is it whipped cream or is it? I know there's vanilla pudding in it because I watched the snack attack.
2: There's vanilla pudding. There's whipped cream. There's um, nutter butters, uh, and and uh, chunks of, of Reese's peanut butter cups. Mini mini Reese's peanut butter cups.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think this forkful has one of everything. It's in got it. a
2: yeah. It's got each layer. I got every ingredient. Go in, buddy. Right, let's see what's up. Um, but Cheech killed it with the holiday ham. A sweet a sweet potato casserole was on point. Um, I really have no complaints about dinner itself. Whole Foods, whatever came through, standard shit. But the peanut is there. Cake in that? No. Um, the peanut butter lasagna. I fucking thought it was superstar. I thought it was delicious. Just nutter butter. I, it's what it is. Is the the nutter butters and um they get soft. They get soft because of the vanilla pudding and oh, the man. and the and the which I'm gonna call it. The uh, Cool Whip, so it turns it into like almost like a, like a cake, um, like a cake layered base almost. It's good. It all comes together really well, and I think he he did something like last time that he made peanut butter lasagna was his first. This was his second, and, and and he learned some things, and he did something where he was able to make the nutter butters, um, whatever, uh, what more cake like more man soft, it's softer awesome. it's great Holy right? shit it's really yeah. good there's there's really nothing that you can knock it for i think i gave it like a 96 it's fucking it's fucking great if you like yeah. i want to snack
1: s- alphonacis i got to give that a 98 it's great right that's, that's fucking incredible
2: and he's going to do one Ooh. with chocolate pudding which Holy i think shit. would make some more sense to me than vanilla pudding He should just do a couple layers do vanilla and chocolate but it's fucking bomb i dude. feel
1: like the chocolate might make it too rich
2: yeah, yeah, maybe. But maybe we just do two different dishes of peanut butter lasagna, and I'll be the dis- the decider on if it's too rich or not.
1: I'm going to be like Garfield, eat all the lasagnas.
2: <laughs> uh, but no, Cheech Cheech with a great redemption here. And Woo! if you're around Southern California, maybe, maybe you
1: give Cheech another shot, Kevin. Wow. Okay, yeah. I mean, that definitely is redemption for the um, Christmas goulash.
2: Yeah, he didn't goulash that shit. I'll no. No.
1: The the peanut butter lasagna reigns supreme. Yeah, that very that is good. that's pretty. epic. It's unique too. <clears throat> I never yeah. heard of it. Um, let's see. Looking through my notes here. Oh, so um, you know, with my mom being sick and me not having like a car, you know, I did I did I was able to borrow a car to to head to King of Prussia to party with you know Shuddy and Dom and Mister Ski and Bonbon, bon, but uh. That wasn't always readily available. So I was basically just in the house a lot in Jersey. So I watched, using my my new
2: AirPods, I watched a lot of The Witcher on Netflix. Yeah. It's getting, excuse me, really good reviews internally on the MSPH Patreon Slack and some people whose opinion. I do care about, but don't trust when it comes yeah. to these type of things. Said it was really good, and you helped me out. You talked to me. We talked. We discussed about this text or whatever D- DM. We were talking about The Witcher, and you said it wasn't something I'd be into. But fuck no, whoa, whoa, whoa. there is no way Jeff Clark would like this at all.
1: Like, you're not. You've said in the past you're not a fantasy guy. You don't like fantasy stuff. No. You don't like Lord of the Rings shit. I don't like Lord of the Rings either. But. Fantasy in general, but Game of Thrones was just, pretty much just did away with a lot of the shit in fantasy that you don't like. There
2: was enough blood and titties and just yeah. realness,
1: and I was like, alright, cool. The Witcher embraces all of the shit you don't like. Like, everything is, oh no, we must go to war with <laughs> niffle plops. <laughs> the, the names of people are like, the, the mage chick, her name is Yennefer. It's like, oh, come on, man. That's just Jennifer, and you changed one letter. What the hell are you doing? You're not even trying. <laughs> the names of people suck. I, and and I'll, I'll, I, sh- I should have prefaced this earlier by saying I have never played The Witcher video games. I know they're insanely popular. Critics and users unilaterally rejoice these games. I've just never gotten around to playing them. They kind of flew under my radar. The, the books that the games are based on are supposed to be really good, and I'm familiar with neither. I don't know any of the source material. I don't know the video games. I don't know the, the books. But it seems nerdy enough to be my jam, so I gave it a shot.
2: <clears throat>
1: and there's there's like lots of magic shit you wouldn't like in it, Jeff. Nope. This is turning me off. There's... Uh, it, it, much of like Game of Thrones... Mascara. There's a lot of uh, a lot of characters to juggle and a lot of locations to keep track of, and then they also do time jumps, without even really kind of explaining them.
2: Is it time jumps in it's another like, universe? I, I I don't know. Like they're not in America, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, it's not like, hey, what year did The Witcher take place? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Oh, this is like the 1300s. Okay. It, it, the... Dark Ages. Hmm, like in the first
1: episode, they set this thing up and a lot of people were saying I saw that like the you know, the first episode is confusing and it sucks and it takes a few episodes for it really to get going. I watched the whole first season. I watched it all. And I feel like every episode was kind of equal. It was like cool shit does happen. There's cool monsters, there's cool battles, there's cool fights. The sword play in it is sick. The end of the first episode Henry Cavill fucks these people up brutally. Like, he puts a sword right through someone's face and then pulls the the hilt up and just, like, cuts his head open, like, upwards. Like, he fucks people up viciously. Is it gory? Yeah, and it rules. Um, that's, That's definitely a strong point. So you do get cool shit like that, and then they introduce this hunchback chick, and the hunchback's fucking hot. Sick titties? Like, oh, man, they show her tits... Fucking sick hunchback tits.
2: Nice
1: dude. I, I
2: can't. I actually, I'm gonna Google this. Hold on. The Witcher hun- hunchback tits. Yeah, she's
1: smoking hot. Um, but the like I said, the time jump shit just didn't make sense. I know. Uh, you know, our homie Tim, he's familiar. He's played the games and stuff, and he was telling me that he was really digging the the series. So I had to I, I had to hit him up and ask him what the fuck was going on. I'm like, what's going like. People that died in the first episode are somehow back, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's time jumps, and sometimes it's a different, like, if this is happening, it's the past. If this is happening, it's the present, and The Witcher doesn't age, so you don't know uh, if time has passed because he looks the same. It's like, oh, fucking, I'm so lost. Shuddy, have, have you watched any of it?
0: I've watched the first three episodes, and I agree. I'm pretty confused by what's going on.
2: I googled The Witcher. But winchers. visually,
0: it's a lot of fun to watch.
1: It is. There's there's always something cool to look at. There's hot chicks. They they do a good job with showing lots of boobies. Decent violence. There's love titties. some cool monsters and stuff. I wish, because I'm, I'm guessing the game is like a Monster Hunter game, because that's kind of like... The The witcher in the series is a dude who goes around and he's basically a monster bounty hunter. He just gets paid gold to fuck up monsters. I wish they focused more on the monsters and less on the, Oh no, the niffle plops are invading again. Is this
2: her? No. What the fuck? Okay. Anyways. Man, how are you so bad at Googling titties? I just said the witcher hunchback nude. That's, that's what I Googled. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even like a complete sentence. Here's the top Google results from Witcher, Google.
1: Netflix, hunchback Tits.
2: Sounds like cancel culture's got a little involved here with The Witcher. The top Oh really? Imagine says, that they have a problem with something from the sun.co.uk. The Witcher viewers slam gratuitous sex scenes. Uh, oh and, whatever and an excessive female nudity. I got to give this a shot. I'm at least going to jerk off to The Witcher. Uh, we also got gory, sexy, and ludicrous. The Witcher is sloppy, sloppy from Vanity Fair. Hmm. Here we go. Jennifer, that's the that's the one that unveiled her nugs. Yeah. The the hunchback. She's pretty. Oh man, I'm not. Uh, I was also doing yet. a little
1: bit of googling, and I was bummed out to learn I'm older than Henry Cavill. That's
2: all I saw that. How was that? Really? Yeah.
1: I feel like he looks older than me.
2: Just because he's Superman. His, Come on, I'm not older than definition. Su- Superman. Definition, oh, Superman. Well, yeah. I mean, isn't he thousands of years old, technically? Actually, I nice. have no idea if that's accurate. I just said something. I don't that know.
0: is not accurate at all.
2: My bad. I don't know where oh. you're
1: getting your information from, Jeff.
2: <laughs> it's definitely not Superman canon. I'll tell you that. How about these? Do they look like her nugs? Yeah. Man, she, what a what a minx. So this is. Is this from The Witcher, though? Because she doesn't look like a hunchback. She looks like a regular back. Well, spoiler alert. She gets fixed. Ah. Uh, nice. They have plastic surgery there? Yeah. All right, cool.
1: All through magic.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah a scoliosis surgeon.
1: I feel like if the storytelling was like a little less sloppy, and it was a little more cohesive, and maybe put a little fucking caption from when... The time changes. Just let me know what
2: era I'm in. Let me know what fucking year it is. According to Bustle.com, one of the topic headlines or topic, uh, whatever titles are, is unequal nudity. Oh, well, you know what? Why don't you
1: go on fucking Google and print out a bunch of dicks and tape those pictures next to your TV and every time there's a titty, you can look over at a dick too.
2: Gretchen Smale is the one who wrote this. At least it's a chick. That sounds like something a Gretchen would say. That's absolutely a Gretchen take. But Too much tits. But at least it's not a Dave or a Doug. Because I don't think there would be anything... There wouldn't be anything lamer than a guy complaining about too many tits. You know what? I bet you if Gretchen saw a picture of a dick, she would go, Ew. So make up your mind. What do you want? There was no winning with Gretchen. I agree there. She was always going to find seven The Witcher moments you can never unsee from Tasai's eels to that bad orgy. There was an orgy? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That sounds like a whole bunch of
1: titties. I'm telling you, there is no way you can suffer through (laughs) what sandwiches the nudity in orgies. (laughs) Okay. You'd be like, oh, "Oh, what the fuck? There's like a hedgehog guy that comes into a court, and he's... Like, people are kind of corny looking. Like, the hedgehog guy was
2: corny looking. Like, he can suck his own dick? That kind of hedgehog? Like, Ron Jeremy? No. (laughs)
1: Like, um... Like, Sonic the Hedgehog, but in nature. And the... A lot... Some of the actors... Like, Henry Cavill's awesome. Obviously, the Hunchback is awesome. And there are some cool people. Like, the one dude's name is fucking... Oh, mouse Sack. Dude's name is Mouse Sack. That was the least... Uh, I read that somewhere. nut sack of a mouse. It was my Instagram story. Uh, fucking guy's name is Mouse Sack? What?!
2: I replied to you. It sounds like the least threatening name. Yeah. Name for anything ever. How, like, come on. Try a little harder
1: when naming your characters. Mouse Sack? Were you, were you like, was the person writing these books like in the nude and a mouse scurried around the table and then he looked down at his own naked nutsack and
2: was like, I shall call thee Mouse Sack. That's a straight line. I'm not, I'm not giving him that much credit. Uh, It must be but really so, hard to, to get pussy with a name like Mouse Sack. Yeah. But some of
1: the actors, like, you can kind of tell, eh, this was maybe their fourth or fifth pick for this, this character. <laughs> There's no way you were first choice. No fucking way. But here I am shitting all over it. I watched every fucking episode. Are you excited for season two? I'll check it out. Because right. you know what? I can suffer through the boringness and the corniness and the confusion for the monsters, the mayhem, and the, the sick tits.
2: Sick titties.
1: Yeah. I have a. Shuddy, do you have any interest in finishing the series?
0: I do, yes. All right. So. I've just been uh, on a kung fu movie kick.
2: Kung fu movie kick, huh? Fucking... That's respectable. Yeah. Shuddy, you're on a roll saying cool things today. What... <laughs> Keep going. What's... What kind of kung fu movies?
0: Well, I watched. There's a, a documentary on Netflix called Iron Fists and Kung Fu Kicks. Uh, And it's a documentary about Kung Fu movies. And I never had any interest in them as a kid. So I just was like, I really enjoyed the documentary. So I started watching some and I'm, I'm watching way back. Like I watched, um, come dance with me from
1: 1966. I went as far back as one
0: Bronx swordsman from (laughs) 1967 that are, are supposed to be two of the best kung fu movies of all time. And they were awesome. The dubbing was bad, the dialogue was crappy, but they, cinematically they were awesome to watch, and the fight choreography was great. So that's kind of what's been occupying my watching.
1: And once you're done with the, all the kung fu movies, you're going to finish up The Witcher?
0: <clears throat> no, it's not like I'm going to watch I'm gonna, it's not the Wu Tang thing all over again. It just I w- just felt like watching when I watching something longer than uh that I wouldn't binge and I fell asleep a couple of times, but um What no, was the last time I'll you watched a watch movie without falling
1: witch. asleep during it? What? When was the last time you watched a movie and didn't fall asleep? You fall asleep through every single movie. Like every Episode no, of What I, the Fuck Did I, I Just not Watch? Not you actually. fall asleep through
0: it. That's because they're terrible movies. I didn't fall asleep during Rise of Skywalker, and I'm falling asleep during the Kung Fu movies because I'm putting them on at eleven thirty at night when I'm laying in bed. Specifically to fall asleep too. Oh boy.
2: Well, if you wanted like to get your best shutty <laughs> review, wouldn't you want to do it like when you're when you're awake? especially if you're taking all this time to, like, research kung fu movie stuff. Well, see,
0: some of us have jobs that require us to work 14 hours a day most of the time. So the the free time to sit down and watch a movie is not
1: exactly there. I don't know. Not, I, feel like it, like, like so I feel like, so like if you worked a little harder, you wh- wouldn't have 14-hour days, Shuddy. <laughs> you
2: spend a little less time
1: picking your what? ass. Those
2: might be nine-hour days. It sounds like the us you're referring to is specifically you. I think, I think, I think you worked the 14 hours. I'm on like a solid six. That would six. be correct, yes. I get like I get like six hours of work done, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, well, we
1: do have more shit to re- review, right? We should we should let people know. Um, we did a spoiler-filled review of Rise of Skywalker and the Easter egg, so stay tuned. If you want to uh, check that out, if you don't want any spoilers, right when we start talking about Rise of Skywalker, you can shut it off, and you're not missing anything but the review.
2: Yeah, I wanted to do like a, a good like, spoiler possible joke there but I can't even I can't even do it so listen listen through to the easter egg if you want to hear some Star Wars conversation so who wants to go
1: first well you I have know, another we all have shit to review right or you have
2: I have another Netflix thing if you want to just keep it on the net wait The Witcher's Netflix right yes okay so, so keep wh- it on the Netflix beat. which documentary did you watch this time Jeff funny you should ask Kevin oh so some guy fucking
1: killed some people but maybe he
2: didn't <laughs> Uh, this one, I watched the whole thing. I can confirm this one. Oh, real quick, you're referring to Confessions <sighs> confessions of a Killer? Oh, that, Man, that horrible forget- Nazi? No, 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 no. That was The Devil Next Door. Confessions of a Killer, I'm going to give that a four out of five. I thought that was really good. I, I don't have any notes in front of me, so I'm not going to elaborate anymore. But this one, the the documentary that I'm reviewing now... It's called "Don't Fuck with Cats," hunting an internet oh killer. Oh my god! My, I was driving in the car with my sister that last
1: week, and she told me she was like laying in bed scrolling through Netflix and just saw that, watched the trailer, and was like, "I'll check this out," and was like, "It was the most horrifying thing I've ever
2: seen in my life." It was terrible. It, 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 this was the best Netflix documentary of 2019. I'll give it that. Really? Because she <laughs> yeah. said it was horrible. Oh no, it was really good. I, I I'm surprised. So. What didn't Joy like about it?
1: I think she just found it frustrating. Like they show horrible, horrible things. They show a guy killing and torturing cats. Yeah, and then he does. It doesn't even have like a well, satisfying Well, they don't actually ending. show it. She said they showed footage of him like killing cat. Yeah,
0: no, they showed they showed the lead up to it. And you hear the video, but they don't actually show the video the yeah, video in full. I don't want, they
2: I don't want anything enough. to do with that. You know exactly Wait, did you watch this, Shuddy?
1: I watched the first episode. I will never watch any of this.
2: So I watched I watch all three and my brothers got into it. Like they started watching it like somewhere through like the middle of the second one. And they usually, they're not into these documentaries like I am, and they usually just walk out of the room. But then they both started watching it. They got kind of pulled in. It's fucking, it's frightening. It's terrifying. I think it's the best documentary done by Netflix this year. My score is a 4.75 out of 5. Holy shit. I mean, the moral of the story is that the internet always wins. So this guy, who ended up going on to kill a human, started... I don't know, his diabolical spree by killing cats and posting videos of it on uh on, on the internet. And these these internet nerds um wanted to like find the guy and report him to the authorities. And all they had, obviously, was just these videos. So they, you know, investigated the videos in crazy, crazy detail. And it's super fascinating how they investigate and and, and and pretty much put together who, and find out who the guy is and who's the killer and the eventual killer of a person. Um, but it has, it seriously has the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen in a documentary. So one of the internet nerds is like a data scientist for uh, Las Vegas casinos, right? Um, I, don't, I don't even know specifically which ones. Not that it matters, but... The guy, they start up a Facebook group, her and the rest of these internet nerds that are investigating this guy. And he knows that they're investigating him. He runs into the Facebook the Facebook group and they think that he actually infiltrates the Facebook group because eventually, like, hundreds of people become a member of the Facebook group. And he starts, like, fucking with them and trolling with them. And, like, subsequent videos that he releases is, like, a nod to them. And is, like, trying to, like, Like, I don't know, get them involved or try to, you know, like, whatever. Fucking fuck with them. Anyways, so somehow he finds out who is one of these internet nerds are. And he sends a video to the girl of a, it's a cell phone camera video of someone just walking through a casino that she works at. And like at that point, if I'm her, I am fucking freaking out, right? Like sent her a like a video via Facebook just uh, just what's obviously him walking through her casino. She's like Fuck Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Fuck. It is frightening. Yeah. It's frightening. Um I don't know. One of the more interesting parts of this this whole documentary is just like it's further proof that like people just care more about animals than they do humans. So the the murder of the the, the guy which uh Sparks off like an international investigation because they this guy murdered someone, dismembers them, and sends parts of the person's body to different branches of the Canadian government sends one to the conservative wing and the other to the liberal wing and that's what starts off like an international story right But the Canadian investigator is like talking about like the video in which he kills the person and he's like playing with the person's body and she watches the whole video, obviously, a whole bunch of times, right? She's able to explain the murder of the person, but at the end of the video, he kills a puppy. And then when they get to the puppy, the Canadian investigator, homicide investigator, starts breaking down, crying. It's just like, she calmly is able to explain the brutal murder of a human, but the puppy was just too much for her. And... And, like, obviously, it's, like, that type of thinking is in the title. Don't fuck with cats, right? The reason that this internet nerd group were able to help assist the investigators and find these people is because they were moved so much by the footage of murdering cats. And, like... Well, the guy started murdering cats, and if they had
1: taken him seriously then, they might have gotten the guy before he killed a person.
2: Yes. Right. And that was, like, their, you know, their theory. And that's why they thought it was so important. But, like, even when they're explaining the murder and watching the murder and all that stuff, it wasn't, they didn't get as emotional as when they were talking about the murder of the puppy and the cats. And it's just like, man, you fucking turds. But really, really well done. Three episodes. I highly recommend. I thought, and and again, I watch a lot of these fucking things. I thought it was the best Netflix documentary. Yeah, there's no way I will watch a fucking second of it. I, dude, it's. It's legit scary. If you want to be freaked if, out. If it
1: ended with that guy getting like the don't fuck with cats people found the dude before the authorities did and they kidnapped him and like they showed them like cutting his Achilles tendon and pulling his fingernails out and knocking his teeth in, then I would watch it. But I hear it doesn't have a satisfying ending. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it. That's it they, I know that's but, as far as I'm going, but from what my sister told me, no fucking way am I sitting through all that shit.
2: I want to say your sister isn't fully accurate in her review. I I right, well, I'll, I'll, enjoyed I'll the ending.
1: Run it by you afterwards so we don't spoil it for anybody. But uh, what else?
2: He's gay. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Someone I'll else you saw something, right? I have two more.
0: Yeah, I, I said just... I told you what I was watching. Kung Fu. The... Oh, that's it. Yeah.
2: Just old Kung Fu movies. I thought you went and yep, saw something. That... No, that was it other
0: than Rise of
2: Skywalker. Jesus Christ, Kevin. Jeff, Just be thankful he's reviewing anything, you piece of shit. Go back to watching gay porn over there, Jeff. I'm actually watching at Kayla Simmons. I ran into it on my Instagram, but what a fox. Speaking of foxes, let's go on to the other thing that I want to review. Fuck you. I want to review something I saw.
1: All right, cool. I I wasn't ready for my (laughs) review news. I was actually trying to go see 1917, which has been being advertised for months as coming out Christmas Day. Turns out it's only in like fucking three theaters in all of America on Christmas Day. you got to wait till January 10th to see it. They're giving us blue balls. I was going to pivot. That's bullshit. Why do you need to blue balls a movie like that? It's a big budget war movie. It's not like Marriage Story or some fucking, or Uncut Gems. It's not some indie flick. Okay. It's a big budget movie fucking release it nationwide. What are you testing the waters? It's I a thought, big budget war movie.
2: I thought you were going to get negative on Marriage Story I was about to be very unhappy with you.
1: No. I'm I'm just saying usually it's those little indie flicks you put you test the waters and just put out in three theaters. Either way, I was we were going to go and see that and then when we learned that we had been duped by the advertising, uh, my mom wanted to see Knives Out, so I went and saw that with her again. And man, what a fucking great movie. It was spoiled Even even seeing it... Really? Yeah.
2: I'm I'm fucking pissed. That's pretty lame. I'm fucking pissed. You should be. Because I was just sitting... You should punch whoever spoiled it. It was on Christmas it was spoiled. It was Paul. That bitch-ass Paul. Actually, it's not even his fault. So my brother, Bill, is like... He's got this whole thing where you can't spoil movies for me. I don't even care that much. Whatever. Which is... His own opinion. I fucking hate that opinion, but whatever. So we're all hanging out on Christmas in our living room, like watching basketball. I'm on my computer writing up an article or doing something for work, and I hear them over talking or speaking about it, and I just like kind of tune them out, but I also have it as background noise. And I hear my, uh, I hear my brother like, yeah, I don't care, whatever, just spoil it for me, spoil the ending, I don't care, like whatever. And Paul does. It. I was like, and right as he fucking, uh, right as he spoils, it, I'm like, what, what the. F- Fuck Bill. He's like, what? Uh, who cares? I don't care. Are you fucking serious? Are you what? fucking serious? Isn't you don't Bill care. Is Bill Mr. Movie? Why would he want a, right? A- like it's con- it's like contradictory logic. Like he is Mr. Film. He yeah. loves movies more than anyone else that I know. Maybe well, you or him, whatever. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. He can't spoil. I'll watch it and I'll judge it anyway. It's like, what? Are you fucking serious? A murder mystery. If there's well, I'll a tell one you what, movie You don't spoil
1: even even after. Even seeing it for a second time and knowing what happens, I was thoroughly entertained all over again. It's just a fucking great movie. And it was weird seeing it um, You know, after Christmas. It was a relatively packed theater. And my mom and my stepdad are like, what's that actor's name? They think they're whispering, but they're just... They haven't changed the volume of their voice. They've just changed the pitch of it. It's like, who's that? What actor is that person married to in real life? Which actress is playing her? What's that character's name again? I'm like, will you fuckers stop? Be quiet. Who, who is this? Was this my Nana? mom and my stepdad. Oh. And then in the very last part of the movie when things are like getting intense and it's, uh, the, everything's getting spilled out, my mom's phone starts ringing. She doesn't realize it's her phone and it rings like a few times before she realizes it's hers. Then she picks her purse up and she can't find the fucking phone. So the thing keeps ringing. And ringing and ringing. I'm furious. If are you at this point? Oh my God, I'm fucking mortified. As a movie nerd, I am mortified right now. And then when we got out of the theater, it was my Nana calling. And it turns out all she wanted to do was call my mom and wish her happy Kwanzaa.
2: So it was a troll? Yes. It was a troll job by Nana. My Nana
1: was trolling my mom. And my mom couldn't find the phone to sign up. Beautiful
2: timing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Nana. So, um,. When the, the last night I was in Jersey, my stepdad, he DJs weddings on the side, so he was DJing a wedding, and my mom was still feeling shitty, so we are like, all right, well, let's just hang in and rent a movie. She wanted to see The Joker, and for some reason, it's on all VOD but Cablevision, so we couldn't rent Joker. And I tried to talk her into renting Peanut Butter Falcon, but she declined because she I had already heavy. seen it. She wants to see a movie that neither of us had seen, and she voted for Hustlers, the J-Lo stripper movie. Okay. Which I didn't pay too much attention to, and I saw that it got good reviews, it seems, and some people were like, oh, it's fucking Goodfellas with strippers. Oh. What a fucking boiling diarrhea fest. Awful. We'll awful, awful. Awful, awful. Awful. Nothing in that movie was clever. I didn't Look like any of the characters. They were all assholes. I was rooting against all of them. I wanted them all to be arrested within the first five minutes and go to jail even before they started committing crimes. They all sucked. They were all horrible people. There was not, not a clever line of dialogue. Nothing funny happens in it. It was just garbage. These, these strippers just, like, drugged dudes so they could lure them to the strip club and make them think they were going to get some pussy. And then they drugged them so much that they were just, like, comatose. And they would steal their wallet, take the card to the front, and run it through the card reader, max out their card, and the club would keep some of it, and then give the strippers the rest of the money. So they were just doing this, like, every night, just drugging dudes. And bringing them to the strip club, maxing out their credit cards, stealing the money, and then sending them on their way. They almost killed a couple of these dudes. Yeah, like, out of,
2: like, where are they? Are they in New York No, it was New New York. York. It was like Scores. Some some of it happened. You would gotta think. think that might work for a week before some, one of these girls are murdered.
1: It was cr- it was they they fucked people over real bad and it, like there was no chemistry between any of the characters. I didn't buy any of their friendships. Like everybody was just horrible. The only saving grace was there was some titties in it. None, none of the famous people's titties. So no Cardi B titties. No Cardi B titties. Okay. Cardi B is annoying as fuck. I just find her very annoying. Like now
2: Liz- or in this movie? All Both. of the above. Yeah, because you I actually were a fan her. a couple years ago. Well,
1: I don't mind her music. Her music's good, but her just talking, I find her just annoying. I, th- I find her voice grating. I find her personality
2: annoying. I find Lizzo very annoying. I can't stand Lizzo, and I could use a little bit less Cardi B, even though I'm a fan. I got gotcha. you. So that was all annoying, and I- I'll give you this.
1: The first scene J-Lo's in, she comes out in a G-string, whole ass hanging out, and she's upside down doing splits. Like, there's parts where like you can almost see anus. I was like, I I do I didn't expect JLo to show titties. I know her showing titties in movies days are, are long gone. But That is sh-
2: almost worth the price of admission.
1: All you gotta do is watch the first five minutes, then you can shut it off. It it I could see where they were trying to be like Goodfellas, but it was like Goodfellas was like intricate crime. This is just bumbling moron ditzes, okay, yeah, just you, drugging dudes.
2: You're ruining any interest I'm going to have. Like, don't, you, Please don't compare it to good fellas. That's not fair. That's I, not fair. I, I'm only, this is what the reviewers were saying I beforehand. Don't give a fuck about Rotten Tomatoes, Hes: pussy. It wasn't
1: Rotten Tomatoes, but whatever. Either way, sucked ass, 1.5 dicks.
2: <laughs> 1.5 hustler dicks. Yeah.
1: Nice. I'm trying to speed through this because I know we're reviewing a lot of shit today. And yeah. I know you've got a big one.
2: Two movies I saw, one on Christmas Two. Eve, one on Christmas. I was almost going to do a pivot last minute because I think I think we were talking about this either on the Easter egg before we started recording. 2019 has been like a, a a redemption year for movies. I think movies have sucked a lot this decade, but there's been some really, really fucking good ones this, this year. Um, and I think 1917 could end up being the best one. I am so jacked up for this movie. We haven't seen a good movie or a movie uh, in a few getting, years. You're you're setting well, yourself up for trouble. Well, that'll be
0: 2020, buddy.
2: No, we're seeing it today. Yeah. Cuz it's playing in LA. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. we're going to the
1: arcade after.
0: Oh, that's right.
2: So, um I'm excited for Yeah, I am setting myself up for a big letdown, but anyways, I was going to take I was going to watch Uncut Gems on Christmas Eve, Watch uh 1917 on Christmas, but I wasn't able to work that in a schedule. So what I did is Dark Waters on Christmas Eve. I thought this movie fucking ruled. Ginger was talking about it. Uh, Puminati elite member was talking about it with us <clears> during Fortnite, I think, and said it was something that he thought I'd be really into. It was starring Mark Ruffalo. I don't know who the director is. I can look it up, but it doesn't really matter. Um, uh, I like, ironically, I feel like this movie is an example of the problem it's discussing. And that, that our 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 household like appliances, our drinking water, pretty much everything that we have is poisonous material for the most part or has so many like fucking chemicals from these 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 shitty companies that we're we're essentially killing ourselves just by like buying everyday shit. Yeah. And but the problem is that we don't care ultimately. The opening weekend for this movie was Excuse me. The total gross right now is at eleven million. The opening weekend was at hundred thousand. Like, I'm pretty sure Drake spends that in a weekend on a club. Like a fuck hundred thousand dollars worth of viewers on your opening weekend. That's crazy. That's I mean those are like Dupont fine numbers. Dupont was the was the chemical mogul or like the major chemical company that was I guess the villain in this movie. And what it's about, it's about essentially DuPont poisoning, um, citizens of like a small West Virginia town and, um, this West Virginia town suing DuPont and, uh, the, the, the lawyer who's in charge of the suit is the, a partner at a huge law firm in Ohio and there's contention or there's internal strife about whether or not this huge law firm should even be quote-unquote ambulance chaser or going after the big uh, chemical giant named DuPont. Um, And it's about this guy essentially risking his whole career to work for the little man, and that guy is Mark Ruffalo. He did a pretty good job. I mean, I feel like it's an easy role for him. It's made by the same people who did Spotlight. So, you know, he was in Spotlight. Yeah. Similar type of shit. But again, he does it well. He's interested in that type of things, you know, in his personal... life and um I thought it was awesome. Like that type of human really almost inspires me. Like the like to make partner at a law firm as far as I know requires an absurd amount of discipline. Like you have to just be wired on working all the time. And the amount of years of work this guy put in to the fucking into this to this lawsuit against DuPont is amazing. Like he literally just Threw away his legal career and the trajectory he was going to, to 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 go after Dupont. Um, my favorite scene in the entire movie was uh, the part not, where Mark Ruffalo shows his dick. Not my favorite scene, but but the uh, and his asshole. I'll get that get to that in a second. Oh, and his nutsack. Tim Robbins was in this. He was like the I like man- him. Who doesn't love Nuke? He was like the managing partner of the law firm that Mark Ruffalo was in. Yeah, and um. There's a scene where they're discussing all the partners that are discussing if they should continue with this DuPont lawsuit because it's possibly making them look bad. And half the lawyers are like, dude, this is fucking stupid. We shouldn't be doing this. And Tim Robbins has like the, you know, he's a managing partner. So he has the end all be all say. And he just like fucking like stops his hand on the on the table at one point. He's like, you know what? I'm leading this meeting. He's like, this is why people hate lawyers. We got we got DuPont, we caught them doing something illegal and we got to hold them. We got to, we got to hold them responsible. We have to give, we have to restore faith in the legal system. And it was fucking sick. And I got all jacked up as I'm watching it. Um, Oh, you get them. But like my favorite scene was, Oh, we didn't even get to your favorite scene yet. Jesus. Well, they have like this closed door, like trial or meeting with the CEO of DuPont. Right. And, Mark Ruffalo's character went through like literally like 40 years worth of files, like rooms full of files that, that had research from Dupont's science team saying that the chemicals they were putting into these products were poisonous. Right? So he's got them. He's sitting there they're taping this whole thing. And he's like, all right. So did, did DuPont ever knowingly put uh, dangerous chemicals in their products? And he's like, no, they never did. And the guy just, like, pulls out, like, a fucking huge-ass fold. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to show you about 30 years of proof that you guys did. And it's just, like, they do, like, a montage. Like, here's Exhibit 1. Here's Exhibit 13. Here's Exhibit 45. Here's Exhibit 90. Here's Exhibit 140. And the guy's just, like, sweating and just sitting there getting grilled. And it was, I don't know, part... Like, he could have been an equal contributor to the fuckery or... (coughs) He could've been like a fun with Dick and Jane scenario where he was just like a fucking figurehead and he's gotta sit there and answer for it. And if that's the case and he just was the benefactor of like corporate house of cards, I felt bad for him slightly, but it had like he was in there and the legal team eventually steps and is like, dude, this has been seven hours. Can we just let him go? It's like Nope. Nope. It was fucking sick though. And Hathaway was in there. I wanna invite Anne you Anne have her nuggets. N- no. But her character did the same exact shit that Anne Hathaway herself does. I think Anne Hathaway is just getting hotter the older she gets. And like in the early part of the movie, like her character wasn't that hot. And then by the end of the movie, Anne Hathaway is a fucking milf and smoke show. Goddamn smoke <laughs> show. I want to invite her to a, her throne, which would be on my face. <laughs> I liked it a lot. I'm going to give it a... A four point one out of five, big fan. I'm stuck four point one in Hathaway dicks. Even the ending, which is pretty much like a like a text recap, and it, it it gives like um it gives like more information on subsequent lawsuits that are filed in conjunction with this class action. Ugh. Even like the text recap was very satisfying. Like, I feel like that's a movie I'm gonna catch when it comes out. On like
1: disc or streaming or something like HBO that and like Mr. Rogers. I want to see him. I just I don't know if I'm making too. a trip to the theater to see either of those. I do want to see Tom Hanks as Mr.
2: Rogers, but I can't imagine that's bad. I'm with you. I want to see that. So you got another movie to review, Jeff? Yeah. In the Christmas movie that I saw, I see a movie every Christmas going on, I think, 15 years in a row. Whatever. I saw Uncut Gems. I would say the Uncut Gems hype is largely unjustified. Let's start with the things that I like. The black guy, Lakeith, is that his name? Lakeith Stanfield? Yeah. He's in Atlanta. Oh, he's definitely in Atlanta. I think he's in Get Out. I fucking love this character in Atlanta.
1: No, he's in, uh, uh, uh. Oh, that movie where he cold
2: calls people. Fuck. Oh, yeah. My buddy likes it. As Um, hold on. Sorry to bother you. right? Yeah. Sorry to bother you. Yeah. You sure he's in, he's in he's in Knives Out too? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's one of the investigators. He's in Atlanta. You, what was the one that I just said? I thought he, he was like one of out. the glassy eye. I thought he was like one of the dudes. He oh, is was not Get Out? He wasn't Get oh, Out. Oh yeah, he was one of the. Uh... <laughs> yeah. He didn't have a big part. In one yet. of the black guys. Uh, oh, shut up, Jeff. <laughs> no, I'm trying to explain it myself and I'm struggling and, um. He's he's like he's like clearly he's like the first guy the first black guy that you run into and get out that seems off. It's like, "Oh, wait a second. What is wrong with this Yeah,
0: he was the grandfather or something. Yeah, like uh what's his face?
2: Being. The the main character tries to, like fist bump him and he just like handles it awkwardly and yeah. it's like, "Wait, what the fuck?" But that guy, he I know you haven't seen Atlanta, right No. he fucking kills it in Atlanta. He's he's an awesome awesome actor. He is fucking awesome. I really liked him and he, he did great in, in uncut gems. Also, this has to be noted, has to be noted. Speaking of open invitations, Julia Fox has an open invitation. Anytime she wants to come on MSPH that ass that is a superstar ass. <laughs> Fuck what a smoke show. Watch out, Julia Rose. Also, happy birthday, Julia Rose. Watch out. She might be my new favorite, Julia. What a fucking piece. God, she was hot. It was distracting how beautiful she was. Um, a quick question for you. Do you feel any different about The weekend? Because you were anti The weekend for a while. What, after seeing him in Uncut Gems? Yeah. No, I still think he's a bitch. He's, okay, fair enough. I didn't know if that would uh, win any cool points with you Being in a no. Sandler movie and being like mean, at least not too full of himself. No. Nah,
1: I mean, I, I will I like his fully music. admit there's a couple songs of his I've heard that I don't just hate. I don't know if there's yeah. any songs of his that I'm like into, but I've heard some songs where I'm like, okay, I get this. There's a, a quite a bit more of his songs that I've heard where I'm like, this guy's a clown. And I don't know. I just think he's kind of a wiener. Fair enough.
2: I Who really knows? Like maybe time will
1: tell. Maybe he'll grow on me. But as for now, I'm still on. I'm predicting the this. weekend's a wiener. I
2: think by time we we are done releasing new MSPH podcasts, you'll be like, you know what? I like the weekend's music. You got me. <laughs> I think I'm going to win this one in the long run. Um, yeah. So Lakeith David, or excuse me, Lakeith, excuse me, Lakeith Stanfield is one of my favorite new actors. Great seeing him. I thought the most interesting part. Of the whole story was the opening scene. What, in the mines? Yeah. How the fuck did this guy get the opal? Like, I'm not listening. Oh, you emailed Ethiopians? What? what what's the Wi-Fi like in the Ethiopian diamond mine? Like, how the... F- that is so interesting to me is how this guy... Because he didn't leave New York City. I can fucking guarantee that. He never left the, one of the boroughs. Or, or, I guess, New Jersey, right? He didn't leave New York City. How the fuck did he get the opal? How? How they FedExed it to him? Really? And to me, that was the most interesting part of the story. They should have spent more time on that. You know, like his degenerate gambling? I couldn't figure it out. Like, I'm a degenerate gambler because I I love arguing and I argue so much about sports that I want to, A, make money off of it, and B, I feel like if I'm winning money gambling on sports, that means I'm right on my sports arguments. So it almost like scratches a few itches, right? Him, I don't understand his motivation. I really don't. I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out because he's a gambling junkie. I don't think they handled the gambling content as well as they should have, honestly. And the final, the final like bet that he gets in—well, he's in deep the whole fucking movie. But the final bet that they're sweating—it was frustrating because it's just not. You can't make that bet. You can't, it's not like, it's not possible. Bookmakers won't allow it. And it's just like, there's far too much money. There's far too much um, effort going in to where you guys don't consult any bookie. There, you, there, you don't. There's not a one bookmaker you're going to call out, call to him like, hey, can we even make this bet? Because it's easy to rework the writing and the script to make it work. And it just, like... That's the most important shit, or should be the most important shit in the movie, and if you fuck that up, it's like kinda lazy in my opinion. And I really didn't get like Adam Sandler's character in that movie must have like a 30-pound dick. What is Julia Fox's fucking deal? Like that wasn't that wasn't much for you. Like, come on. She's really that into that guy? Like the weekend couldn't couldn't move forward because of fucking Adam Sandler's character. Come on, come on, really like, you know, I, I I'm someone who thinks Armageddon's the greatest movie ever, right? I I'll str- like I'll suspend belief. I will. But Jesus Christ, man. Do you feel me on that at least a little bit? Like the the extent she went to keep him in her life is unfucking believable. I don't know. Normally I would, but <clears throat> I feel like
1: chicks and their sugar daddies, there's just no explaining it. I think that's a world we don't understand because we're not wealthy enough to the point where we could have sugar babies. I think that's what they call them, right? Yeah. Sugar chicks. (laughs) We could never have that. And we don't really know anybody who's in that situation, you know? So if you're a dude who's like a nut swinging jeweler moving lots of money and shit, there are plenty of chicks that are into that. And looks don't seem to be a factor. So I think we Fair see enough. that see that so much in real life, not necessarily firsthand, but you certainly see, like, ghoulish, rich... See, I mean, look at Donald Trump. Like, policy aside, Donald Trump, you take his money away, you take everything you know about Donald Trump away, and you just look at a picture of that guy, you get amnesia. He's not a, a textbook handsome guy. And he has a smoking hot shuddy's racist dog (laughs) disagrees mail order bride because that's what happens when you're powerful and you have money chicks out
2: of your league flock to you all right fair enough at least you have a response i i don't think it was just too distracting for me and also it was distracting i didn't like the soundtrack and like the score really oh i fucking loved it i didn't like that shit And what was the other Safdie Brothers movie? It was very similar. Good Time? Yeah, very similar tone. You didn't like Good Time? I didn't like Good Time that much. Because I'm just sitting there thinking, like, the whole time. Same shit about Adam Sandler. Like, these guys, this guy is too fucking dumb. Are you fucking serious, dude? Like, I don't know. I know that's the point of the whole story is this guy being stupid and just being his own worst enemy i get that well so. i see
1: i feel like ev- everybody who pays attention to this show saw this coming a mile away what if you tell jeff he's gonna like something he
2: immediately is like oh i'll show you i think you're selling me short i didn't go out of the i didn't go out of my way you think i wanted to see a movie i wasn't excited about on christmas yes you're a dick because i think you like this more than you like
1: being entertained by a movie I, I think above all being a
2: contrarian, is, I do like takes top place. I do very much enjoy zigging when everyone else zagging. I agreed, you got me there. But this is not a case here. I I really wanted to love this movie, and I just didn't. Um, but I gotta send someone a thank you card for introducing me to Julia Fox. What a fucking wonderful ass! Speaking of Thrones, you're an in open invitation. Please, Julia Rose, just contact me. I'll give it a 3.1 out of 5. How many dicks do you give Julia Fox's ass? 30. <laughs> I need to borrow some dicks. I mean, am I, mean, I out she's, of line here? she just got like a thick, built ass. She wasn't... Yeah, she she wasn't stunning. Like, oh my God, dude. I get that's the thing. It's like, what is the deal with this dude? How... How like he is hoeing her out? <laughs> like what what the fuck is going on? I I couldn't get and they they didn't do a good enough job explaining it. and also the ending was fucking dumb. It come on! I mean to get to go as far into the story into the lengths that they did and have it end the way it did. I'm going to spoil it. I don't know. I guess I'm I'm interested in getting other uh, opinions and other reviews. It, Shuddy, you didn't see this movie, did you? No. I feel the way it ended was the only way it could
1: end. It was what? just like a the whole movie was just it a, a tense anxiety panic attack and a guy who just every time he has an opportunity to get himself out of this stupid fucking trouble he got himself in, he doubles down and gets himself digs himself even dig like deeper and you're like, "Oh, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Come on, come on." And he just pushes it so fucking far and then it ends and you're just like Like, palms sweating, like, oh, my God, I need a nap. That was a fucking adventure. I want to earmuff the whole audience. Can we do it? Earmuffs? Spoiler alert? No, don't do it. Don't do it. It just came out. Whatever. But I fucking ending
2: was stupid. (laughs) There's just, there is a very, very common sense way the people or person who makes out in the ending could have made out even better. That's it. There you go. 3.1. Uncut. 3.1 Jeff, three, 3, Jeff 3.1 Clark's, Sandman dicks. 3.1 uncut dicks? <laughs> yeah. Uh, one Sandler, one for each of the safety brothers, and I don't know. Actually, I'm giving three to Lakeith Stanfield. Right. And, and what did you think about Sandler's performance? It was fine. You weren't impressed? Yeah, no. Like he, my well, We talked about this a few weeks ago. Like, I think Sandler is going to win an Oscar eventually. I think he's capable of doing amazing work, and this was good. He was fine. He was good. And what about the basketball player guy? Who's he? He was fine. Kevin Garnett, who was one, grew up like really one of my favorite players. He was fine. He was, he was good, good
1: not it? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he had to play himself, but I've seen people that play... Like, Brett Favre played himself, and there's something about Mary. It was awful. The fucking guy had one line, and he looked like his mom was off-camera showing her tits, and he was staring at them while delivering that line.
2: Yeah, Kevin, in that sense... If you're comparing him to Brett Favre and there's something about Mary, Kevin Garnett should be up for an Oscar. You're, did good, you're good the fine. only girl, girl that has my heart, Mary. Line! <laughs> Cut. Uh, you don't say that, Mr. Favre. <laughs> I was in the middle of Favre's fucking peak. Was, I think he was on a stretch of three straight <clears throat> MVPs. But, yeah, acting is in a strong suit. I thought Kevin Garnett was fine. The, the other aspect, dude, like the, the auction... That auction scene bummed you out? A little bit. I mean, Kevin Garnett was there with his representation, and him reaching the conclusion that he did makes a lot of sense, and I feel him. But, like, if Kevin Garnett wanted that fucking opal, he is walking out of that that, that auction with that opal, right? Like, I forget exactly what the terms were, but, it like... I think he made like $250 million in his career. Like, he's walking out of that fucking, that, that auction house with that Opal, 100%. There was, it. spoiler, not, not even spoiler, that Opal price didn't get to a point where I should have made him even think. Like, whatever, I'll keep my hand up. Oh! I'll keep my hand up. Oh, get that fucking Opal! Yeah, like, I'll just keep my hand up, and whenever they're done bidding, that's my that's my number. All right. <clears throat> All right, there
1: you have it. All contrarian Jeff is weighed in. Uh, whatever. <laughs> All right, let's do a couple of voicemails. Yay! Before we
2: run for the day. Ah! ah! People were asking me, because I, I guess I had a lot of energy in the last podcast. I was drinking some other coffee. I think it was a, a Thai yeah, coffee. You,
1: yeah, or, or Vietnamese coffee, right?
2: Yeah, and I don't know if it it's came out that I'm so fired oh. up during this one. Or if it's obvious, I'm very fired up during this one. I feel like I have more energy for this. That's because your cold brew nitro coffee thing that I'm drinking. Was that the caveman coffee one? Yeah, it tastes like shit, but man, does it have caffeine? Like I am wired. Let's go run a let's go run a marathon. <laughs> mm-hmm. I might need to drink one of those when we wrap up. I just finished a coffee from
1: Starbucks, but man, I
2: this is liquid. I blow. tried.
1: I tried to. What I what I do when I visit the East Coast is I get a red eye. So I'll, I'll sleep. I try to sleep for the whole flight. If I'm fucking lucky, I'll sleep the five hours. Most of the time, I sleep on and off for three to four. And then I just, I push myself to stay awake. I try and do a lot of stuff that day so I don't have time to settle down. Who's Oh, God damn. Birth- that's her
2: birthday Instagram post. Her with her titties and
1: vagina almost hanging yeah, out. Yeah, eating cake in a tub.
2: Makes no sense. Fuck. Why does it doesn't have, have to? to? Why exactly. does it have to? Thank you, Julia so, Rose. I'm sorry I, what I said about the other Julia. I uh,
1: I I I got the first leg of the trip right. I slept a little bit on the plane, kept myself busy enough, and went to bed at midnight. So I was first night I'm acclimated to East Coast time. This trip, I I fly back. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stay awake the whole flight. I got shit downloaded on my iPad to watch from like Netflix and Disney Plus. I got comics, I got my fucking switch. I'm a very happy, content five-year-old. <laughs> I fall asleep five fucking minutes into the flight, and I, I slept for like three or four hours, I'm like, son of a bitch. So I fucked up. I, I threw my sleep schedule off a of whack. I woke up at like 5 a.m. today and couldn't get back to bed, so I've been up since five. I'm going to need that caffeine to, to write. Tonight's to nice tonight, I got to write myself. Want me to get
2: you a nitro out of your fridge?
1: Um, once, maybe when we start doing the Patreon. Where the fuck All right. is the fucking Google You just fart? order me
2: around as you please. I was going to do you a fucking favor. You know what, Jeff? You're going to get back to me later, pussy.
1: It, barf back up that, that <laughs> coffee you just drank. I want that back.
2: I, I take it back with everything I said. I'm sorry. You're right. Thank you for the coffee. Uh, this looks
1: weird. Uh, here we go.
2: Daddy, you scared me. <laughs> Daddy, you scared me. <laughs> Daddy, you scared me. Yep. This <laughs> is creepy. Daddy, we, you scared gotta... me. Okay, no, it's stayed right. creepy. I was hoping they were going to bring that round that one out so it didn't freak yeah. me out but i was weird uh, if any one of your that? cell
1: phone rings don't answer it it's someone that's just gonna go seven days and hang up and then yeah, we all die they
2: tried to do like the ring with a voicemail there what was that
1: i don't know i don't much care for that one terrifying all right hopefully we can make up for it with this one shutty what are you eating
0: i'm not eating anything that's the dog no oh. That's literally the dog breathing.
1: It sounds like you're hitting a vape pen and the dog is eating his own ass. There's like lip smacking No, and she vape is... Noises.
0: No, she's being weird. Yeah. I think right. she wants dinner.
1: Jeff gets deducted
2: a point on his snack sommelier status. How could you say sea salt and caramel... Are like a new trend that has been so popular for so so long. What the fuck, man? Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, sometimes I fucking wonder, man, if you just make shit up just to get reactions. <laughs> ah. uh, well, yeah, actually, there—that's a lot of the content that I bring to the podcast. <laughs> me making shit up to get a reaction. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, you—that's fair. Who was that? I didn't say. What a pussy! Put your name on your takes. <laughs> Give you a wedgie. Um, <laughs> I think his breakdown is fair. I, I'll just you know to defend myself. I haven't. I'm not used, or I wasn't. I didn't see much of the salted caramel snacks and treats. Is I don't know. I think that's a newer thing, but. Oh shit! I could be wrong. Whatever. Before
1: we before we go to this voicemail, Shuddy, suck my butthole. I
2: got a text from you today that I kind of
1: wanted to address on the podcast. Are we are we cool to do that? Yeah,
0: yeah. So
1: you think you it might would have, have kidney been nice zones? if you would
0: have addressed it at at the time when I was really having a panic attack.
1: Oh my bad. When I reached
0: out to my friend for help and he just ignored my plea.
2: You found out you don't have any friends, huh?
1: Yeah, well, you ignored my plea when I tried to ask what time we were recording today, so we're even. Happy
2: 420. I responded yesterday. Happy 420. Where's the bowl? I got to do this. Right there on the
1: on the presonus. So why do you think you have kidney stones?
0: I have been in a lot of pain today, and it's hurt to pee. Uh... And it feels like everything I've read uh, of when it starts to move in your ureter. ureter Is it your reader your a s- stomach pain? You're
1: a reader. Shuddy? It's Any like... Abdominal pain?
0: Below where a stomach ache would be. Yeah, like in the, the pubic area.
1: Do your nuts hurt at all?
0: No, up, but Jeff. it goes down... <laughs> It's like a it, sometimes it's a sharp pain uh down my dick
1: cuz I never got dick pains when I had kidney stones.
0: I had uh I'm feeling better now that I've eaten an edible and have hydrated so it could also maybe be dehydration? I don't know. Well you it also don't drink a lot like, of
1: water, right? You just drink like 2 gallons of Mountain Dew a day? <laughs> it's got water in it though. That that's true, yeah. Yeah, but Mountain Dew's like 70% water, right? Just like humans?
2: Sounds like a nice open and shut case for the doctors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, literally all you have to do, Shuddy, is just go to like a clinic and piss in a cup. And they'll tell you right there. Because that's, that's what happened to me. I forget. I was at some sort of comic book convention. It might have even been Star Wars celebration. I don't know, but I was at a convention... And all of a sudden, it felt like someone kicked me in the nuts, like just like a low, dull pain in my nuggets. And I was like, oh, that's unpleasant. And then I kind of moved to the, the stomach area, and I was like, oh, I don't care for this at all. And it just kind of got worse and worse. And then I went to the doctor, and I was like, it feels like someone keeps kicking me in the nuts. And I pissed. They was like, all right, go pee in this cup. I peed in the cup. It looked like normal pee. I gave it to him, he tested it, and he comes back in the room, and he's like, oh, your urine is loaded with blood. Tastes fine, but pretty bloody. <laughs> Tastes good. Tastes like you drink a lot of Mountain Dew, but lots of blood. <laughs> and I fucking, it was yellow. It was just like regular piss. I'm like, there's no blood in it. it there was no red. What are you talking about? He's it like, looks oh, good no. good to me. You wouldn't see the red in it. It's like the blood cells or some shit. I don't fucking know. Either way, I had a ton of blood in my piss. So if literally all you have to do is pee in a cup, and they'll tell you if you're pissing blood. And if you're pissing blood, odds are, yeah, you got a kidney stone, and in which case, that sucks ass, man. Because if you don't have, if you don't get it, uh, if you don't pass it, they have to go up your dick hole and break it up. On the plus side, you get. I'm morphine.
0: hoping it's not a kidney stone.
1: Because holy shit, man! That the day when Jeff slept over and he thought I was in my room jerking off, because I was going, ah, oh, ah. Oh! because I was in so much pain, I went to the ER that day, and they loaded me up with morphine, and I was like, oh, where have you been my whole life, morphine?
2: Holy shit. Morphine's cool.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Kidney stones, super lame. But hey, so I have like to keep Kevin us taking
2: a glass half full approach to your situation.
1: Yeah, man. Get
2: some sweet drugs. It's not all about.
1: Yeah, and if it is kidney stones, you got to drink more water, man. Those, those shits will just... It's probably like a, like a a Mountain Dew stone. It's just cr- fossilized Mountain Dew.
2: Imagine he fucking passes
1: just like a green nug. Oh God, I'm doing the dew. Ah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I am giving up soda, so
1: we'll oh, see. Oh shit.
2: Oh, in like a few days? 2020? Yep.
1: Are you 2020. Uh, that's your New Year's resolution, Shuddy?
2: He'll be shotgunning Mountain Dews by fucking Super Bowl. What's your New Year's resolution, Jeff? I don't have one. Really? Yeah, I don't really do these things. Or, hmm, I don't know. I know I'm probably going to break it. Uh, i, I got to lose weight. I really want to get back in closer to the shape that I was when I first moved out here eight years ago, and I want to play a lot more basketball because that was the way I lost weight originally. That was the main motivator having just a fun, active hobby, hobby that I'm passionate about. But I don't think it's a 2020 resolution as much as it's just like something I want to accomplish. Mine's no more fat chicks. Bro, I was going to actually ramp just, up the fat chicks. <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. Mine uh, mine's is to get more exercise. I'm actually get, buying an es- exercise bike.
2: So we all said not a, a Pel- Peloton? you buying a, a,
1: a Peloton? Not a Peloton. They're too expensive and I can't do the monthly bill. So, we
2: fly out here to give uh, Kevin a wedgie with me? You fucking pussy would get the a Peloton. Fuck's I'm not, why would I get a Peloton? Uh, you just look you you are the type of guy that gets duped into a Peloton purchase. I mean, if if I had the means
1: to get an exercise bike, yeah, why not get the top of the line best one, but I don't have those means, so I'm just going to get one. Here's the way I look at it. This like I've said this before. This area, this new area I'm in right now, not ideal for jogging. I don't no. have time for the gym. If there's a fucking exercise bike just right there next to the couch, I will use it, and I'll get my cardio in. Because I've been eating better, I feel like eating better. I clean up my diet a little bit more, tighten up that shit, and get some daily cardio in. Work the yeah. work the yoga back in, You'll and be I think I'm dick chilling. In no time, I I'll be able you. to suck my own weenus. This
2: tastes like grape soda. You should try this. Nah, what? well, I don't know.
1: I'll smoke it later. Anyways. Do one more voicemail?
2: I had something to add. No, you no didn't. I was just busting your chops, but I, I I like the purchase of a um exercise bike. I think it's a good idea. Found a good one that on Amazon that's pretty cheap. It's got good reviews. My buddy, front of the podcast, Ryan, got a Peloton. Uh he has a lot more means than both of us, I think, combined actually.
1: Yeah, Mr. Ski's got a Peloton. Him and his wife are using it because he got promoted, so he's got less time to go to the gym. So they're using the Peloton and they both love it. And Shuddy Boy got yelled at for
2: going on the peloton <laughs> can't play with our toy <laughs> uh, I hear they're fucking awesome if whatever if you're interested in exercise bike at all but it, it's a monthly thing I don't know whatever but I'll, gotta, I'll, I'll hop on your exercise bike when you get it you gotta will pay for the able, classes will I be able to play, play with your toy yeah but I'm putting down like
1: one of those strips of wax paper like when you go to the doctor
2: <laughs> uh, alright like a public urinal or yeah a public to, to
1: shield my my bike from your grundle I'm going to save all my farts for when I ride your exercise bike. I'm going to put a dildo on top of it. All right, well. It'll be like that vehicle that Mr. Garrison was driving.
2: You'll win all your races, <laughs> I'm sure, then, Kevin.
1: <laughs> you don't have to st- stand up and sit down that much, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see what this human has
2: to say. Hey, boys, this is Colton from Canada. Just got out home from three weeks at work. and catching up on some episodes. One, I'm a, uh, pickup truck guy myself, and that cyber truck is fucking ugly. And, uh. Thank you. Yeah. Two, I put a Fuminati shaker on my hard hat, and that is the most difficult thing that I've ever had to explain to uh, another guy at work. <laughs> why I have a picture of poop on my hard hat. But, uh, yeah. You guys blew it out of the water with the merch from Stoke. Can't wait for a second round. And, uh, yeah. Keep it cool, boys. Thanks, Colton. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, just tell them you're part of the shit show and share our podcast, and I don't know, with your coworkers, and maybe
1: they can join a po- uh, join you. Yeah, then everybody on the job site will have poop on their
2: helmet. I want to be the biggest podcast <sighs> in Canada. That's that's my 2020 resolution, is to is to double our Canadian audience. We better step your game up. I'm torn. How about this? We're going to Canada.
1: Canada, if you guys spread the word and we become the number one podcast
2: in Canada. I'll frequent a Montreal strip club.
1: Jeff will get spit roasted by Mandingo and Nick Manning.
2: The drop and loads guy. Nice. That's not going to happen, but I'll be pretty pumped up. I'm going to come up to Canada Next year, for sure. I, I, I want to go to Vancouver. The next time, a Scott's Cheap Flights promotion, you know that thing that emails me every once in a while? With yeah. A flight promotion. Anytime. I, I see a Vancouver one once every, like, couple months. I'm coming to Vancouver in 2020, bottom line. So get ready, Pumanati. Colton, I don't know what part of Canada you're from. I know it's pretty big, and I'm assuming not Vancouver. Be on lookout. The dragon's coming. <laughs> All
1: right, everybody, thank you for listening. Um, if you need more MSPH in your life, good news! There is some! If you go to patreon.com slash madscientistparty, hour, you can sign up for our Patreon. Uh, if you haven't experienced any of it, oh my goodness, there is a fucking assload of content. There are over 100 podcasts to listen to. Um, there's some extra stuff that's snuck through down into the $5 tier, tier has all of our individual shows. There's tons of episodes of Snack Attack, Between Two Flushes, Kevin's Nerd Hole, What the Fuck Did I Just Watch with Shuddy Boy and Dom. Tons and tons of shit. So check it out. Um, Help us take over in the new year. Help us uh, really kick some fucking dick in 2020. And, uh, hey, if you enjoy your hearing, friend, Why don't you go on over to iTunes, subscribe, and hook us up with a review! Yeah! Uh, If you want to be a part of voicemails, yay! You can call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. Or you can simply send your emails to madscientist at riotcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffra Records and at MSPH Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Shuddy, you got anything you want to promote? Any strip club appearances you're making? No, sir. You're not feature dancing in any clubs across the uh, United States? I am not. All right, well, something to look forward to in the new decade, friends. Speaking of, we'll see you next year. We'll see you in the new decade. And, uh, yeah, go finger your butt. No, we can't end on that. Uh, finger Jeff's butt. Yeah, there we go. All right. yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: but until next time, oh something. So
2: like, that's. Really, hey hey hey. was really misleading to say that it's check, check, on check.
1: Christmas. Check check check. Do I sound tinny? If
2: hey. Fits in. Check t- talking to your mic. If Make it's sure. in two places in right, LA really where else is it playing? Like mean, rarely where else? Are we I mean, one in Chicago, in one New in New York? Like Yeah. Yeah, like we're talking seriously the AMC on thirty fourth street. Like I know exa- I know that Lowe's, right? I know we're Whom you're trying to reach okay. is currently unavailable. Please leave a message after the beep.
1: The shoddy what? boy you're trying to reach is currently enjoying tea time.
2: Oh, boy.
0: What did I just walk
1: into? Uh, Jeff and his usual. <laughs> Yeah, I did poop, Jeff. The second Jeff walked in the door, it was almost like my body had a knee-jerk reaction and I sharted.
0: You have an allergic reaction to him.
1: I think so. Makes my bung piece explode. (laughs) So
0: I'm just going to tell you that since I thought we were recording at 4... I ate the gummy accordingly, so so I'm.
1: You're on Planet Shuddy?
0: Yeah. Yep. I'm where I would be around the time we normally start the Patreon.
1: So does that mean by the time we do Patreon, you'll be sober?
0: I mean, it's possible if I don't. Smoke while we do the show, inadvertently.
1: Yeah, we all kind of dropped the ball on this one. Shuddy, you never responded to the group task text asking what time we were going to record on Monday since I'm off today. Jeff said he was free, but he had an appointment
2: with the with a apartment, looking at a new apartment. I don't want to <clears> put <throat> this on or excuse me, I don't want to speak for Shuddy, but I say we just put this all on you. That's fair. Because I did get... I,
1: I
0: mean, I'll take some of the blame because... Don't do that to yourself, Shuddy. I didn't do the math properly. Kevin did tell me you were um, going at 12, and I, for some reason, was taking it as East Coast 12, so 4 o'clock would have been plenty of time. And then when you said it, I was like, "Nope, that was an hour for Jeff to look at the apartment and get to Kevin's. That was not reasonable." Yeah. So yeah, it was a it was an all around kerfuffle.
2: Good work. It's community yeah. We're shake,
1: We're shaking the cobwebs off. We yeah. took a week off, and look at us. We're, we're reverting back to our our primate instinct. We gang bang the <laughs> MSPH
2: recording schedule. <laughs> I took the feet. Shuddy took the butthole. Of course, selfish ass Kevin took the vagina, and we just gang banged the MSPH schedule. I I could have been titty fucking. (laughs) Kevin, get out of the way. I got. Why do you have to titty fuck? You're
1: blocking everything by standing like that. (laughs) Kevin, get out of the way. I gotta get an
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just I'm the alpha male, niggas. Well, well
2: said. Oh wow. Shuddy just laid his claim. I didn't even. I need to be. I didn't even mean to push that button. I need to be reminded. That's a good point. ding ding ding
1: Oh, man. Man, I got some usage out of this iPad this
2: week.
0: Hey, Jeff, ask Kevin how many times he lost to me at trivia while he was on the East Coast.
2: Kevin, how, how, mean- how many times you lose the trivia or lose the shutting in trivia when you're on the East Coast?
0: Every time. Is
2: to them- be
1: fair, it was a silly game. <laughs> okay. Uh, With weird, silly, unforeseen rules and circumstances. But yeah, Shuddy did win. hmm. Quite a few times. Five times. We did the You Don't Know Jack Party Pack games. And um, we always play Quiplash. Yeah, I'm one of the best in the world at that game, actually. (laughs) And uh, Mr. Ski was like, he already had the Party Pack downloaded. And he was like, this is the game, this is the one I like to play on it. And we played the, tri- the um, what is it, Shuddy, the Trivia Murder Party? Trivia
0: Murder Party.
1: And that ended up being really fun. And we double-dipped on that and played it again in Jersey. And yeah, Shuddy Boy crushed it. Motherfucker can guess multiple He's... choice like, uh, <laughs> like no tomorrow. Yeah, he really knows how to narrow down
2: the multiple choice questions. <laughs> all done, Shuddy. Good job. We're all fucking happy with you. We're all proud. We got a lot to get into. Do you guys want we to do, do a spoiler-filled review of Star Wars? Yeah, I mean
1: it's been out for two weeks, but I guess play it safe. You never know; people get butt hurt. Yeah, I still haven't seen it, so. But you don't really give a shit, do you? I do not care. Did you see Episode Eight? No, I actually oh, didn't then... even know it was out. <laughs> so how well, how many like, Star Wars movies are you behind? Have you seen any
2: of the new trilogy? I saw the first one. Well, you know, seventy-five percent of it. I fell asleep. For, yeah. Actually, let's say. Twenty five percent of it, uh, right, well, and I saw Star Wars. Eh, half of that.
1: Well, we can put we can put the spoiler alert warning here uh, and review the Rise of Skywalker. Shuddy, what are your initial thoughts on Episode Nine?
2: Oh, oh no! Had a, fired. It landed. It, it had a landing like Game of Thrones. Wait, is this the end? Is this the final one? Yeah. Allegedly? Well, for this trilogy, at least. Was there closure to the story? Like, does it feel like there's a a door open? every
0: it tied everything up in a little bow.
2: Is there interracial romance? Did that get... Are we good? There isn't even really much romance at all. I was rooting for Finn to take down... Whatever, Daisy, whatever her name
1: is. Significantly less incest than the original trilogy. Hmm. That's, I don't, a, I, that's a negative. I knew opinion. the only way I was going to be able to see it was if I went Friday morning. So I went to the earliest movie I've ever gone to in my life. And I went and saw episode 9 at the Sherman Oaks Arclight arc at 8 a.m. showing. Oh, my God. Because that was the earliest I could see it and get to work at a reasonable time. Because after work, I had to come back here, pack, get all my shit ready, and go to go to Jersey, and I wasn't gonna be able to see it at all on the weekend, and I figured I would either either have to wait till Monday or Tuesday to see it, and then when I got back east, like my sister and her husband haven't even seen episode eight yet, so it would have been a bunk mission anyway.
2: So all right, yeah. so I,
1: I I did make the right call, but it was fucking weird seeing. And if you think an eight AM showing's gonna stop me from getting my popcorn, but popcorn, you are you're sorely mistaken. I how packed I, was I, the theater? Popcorn for breakfast. There was may, maybe like a dozen other nerds there.
2: Oh, it's all adults. Yeah, gotcha. Kids were in school.
1: So Shuddy, you give it a fart, and
0: yeah, I thought it was corny.
1: Okay, it was uh, corny. I'll well, give you that. I, I thought I it was, was so that.
0: corny. Um, I. You know there were some cool parts, like I liked Babu Frick very much. Uh Babu Frick would be the talk of the town if it wasn't for the Mandalorian and and Baby Yoda.
1: Is that the um cat caterpillar monster?
0: No, Babu Frick is the the droid guy who got who wiped C-3PO?
1: Yeah, he looks like if you crossed a cat and a caterpillar. At least that's what I thought he looked like.
0: I guess maybe a little bit facially, but he did have a, a full body with arms and legs.
1: Yeah, he was cool. I liked him. I don't know, I felt like episode 8, I rewatched episode 8, might have been like my third or fourth time seeing it. Just to kind of... Refresh myself before I went into episode nine, and man, the more I watch that movie, the worse it gets. Episode eight.
2: Yeah, that one was a clunker, too, right?
1: Yeah, it really didn't progress the story along at all. Most people got these bullshit busy work missions that were kind of unimportant. It was basically just a chase movie, it was the fleet of the New Order chasing down the rebels through space. The whole fucking movie, pretty much. And then they had like a last stand on that weird planet that was all grey, but when the dirt got kicked up it turned red. And it it was just the that that chick Rose, she was just an unnecessary crowbarred in character. And the more Who I watched got completely
0: it, forgotten about in this one. Yeah,
1: pretty much. She's barely in it. Which I felt was a plus. And I feel bad because like After episode eight came out, people just relentlessly harassed her to the point where she just disappeared. It's like, yeah, her character wasn't the fucking greatest, but, I mean, she didn't write it. She didn't come up with it. The writers in the studio created a character. She auditioned. She got it. She did her best. I don't know. Character sucked. Was a worthless character, but I'm not ready to just fucking harass the chick and run her off of social media. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, her character, yeah, was... Basically served no purpose in the second one, but she was in it a lot more, and then in this one, she was barely in it. In the second one, I was thinking about this. There's a part where the the rebels are in that cave behind that huge door, and there's no way out, and the New Order is like pulls out that massive battering ram cannon thing, and Finn is about to drive a weird little speeder thing right into the center of it and destroy it on a suicide mission and just save... Save the Rebels. She comes out of nowhere and crashes her car into his car. They both go, like, flipping all over the place and exploding and shit. She could have killed both of them when he was going to be the only person that died and save the Resistance. So, if anything, she was, like, a hindrance character. Like, her existence just made things fucking worse. Jeez.
2: Did, um, did this do well in the box office? Yeah. It didn't clean up like Avengers Endgame, though, did it? I mean, Avengers yeah. Endgame set the record, so I'm assuming not. I don't. Th- I think it made 175 million. That's not shit, right? Didn't like Avengers do like 500 the first? Biggest oh, I don't know about that. Biggest movie opening domestic ever. Oh yeah, maybe not domestic. Maybe that was worldwide. Highest grossing opening for film. I will
1: say this though: I did like Episode Nine more than I liked Episode Eight. At least shit happened in it. A lot of shit happened. There was a lot of action, a lot of different locations. They went to a lot of different planets. They introduced new characters that were kind of cool. And, I mean, at the end of the day, basically all worthless.
2: This but is, this is at least they were cool looking. So, number one, this is this is domestic and international, I'm assuming. Number one is Avengers Endgame. Number two is Avengers Infinity War. Avengers Endgame was $1.2 billion. Avengers: Infinity War was six hundred forty million. Holy shit! The Rise of Skywalker ranks seventeenth. This is just opening weekend at three hundred seventy-six million dollars. It was number sixteen as Captain America: Civil War at three seventy-nine. Number eighteen as Iron Man three. So I'm assuming this fell short of expectations. Right? They weren't expecting the final movie of a Star Wars trilogy to rank seventeenth. Behind Captain America. No fucking way.
1: Well, let's see what Last Jedi opening weekend was. Me I mean, see. I can pull it up.
2: It was 8th. F- uh, 450 million.
1: Oh, so it was. It made less than episode 8. Yeah.
2: Comfortably. Oh, by, by close to 100 million. Oh, fuck. By, <clears throat> yeah, like 80, 75, looks like. Right. Did I do that math? Yeah. Like The Force Awakens, that was 2015. That's the fourth highest grossing opening movie ever. At $528 million. So they've, you know,
1: regressed. While the story was kind of just a, a jumbled mess, and they, it felt like they kind of raced to wrap everything up, even though I think it clocked in at 2 hours and 20 minutes, I still enjoyed it. It was still fun to watch.
2: There was obvious pandering fan moments. Do you think if you weren't a fan, if you didn't grow up a lifelong fan, which... Mostly everyone who goes to these movies probably is, but do you think it'll get any new fans? I mean, I think the young kids that are watching it, yeah. Like, I, mean, I know
1: people that have young kids, and they love the new Star Wars movies. I feel like they just force it upon their children. <coughs> I don't think they really, the, the kids. I don't know. My don't mom made me watch it when I was like, Like, here, put this movie on. And there were movies I liked, there were movies I didn't. I never gotcha. felt like I was pressured into liking a movie.
2: Fair enough. I'm sure Shuddy pressures his children to like movies, though.
0: Nope not. They don't even go to the movies with me anymore.
2: Oh wow! Oh shit! You're really hands off. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far if I was a father. <laughs>
0: they don't. They just have no interest in what I want to see.
2: Uh, how is that possible? I feel like you're pretty film diverse.
0: They just don't care.
2: Man, they're they're trying to go see Queen and Slim and. Bad Boys for Life?
0: They just don't even care about going to the movies.
2: Oh, I see. Hey, I don't hate on them. But I was thinking 2019 has been probably the best year for movies in the past few. Maybe of the decade. It's been a really solid year for movies, I think. Yeah, there was some good shit. But apparently the rise of Skywalker doesn't fall into that. So what's the next step in the Star Wars story? Like, do they do... I you think they're I mean, going to they fire had, up a prequel or do you think they're... Cause th- th- who knows because they ending. had
1: plans. They had plans for uh, the the Game of
2: Thrones guys to do their own yeah. trilogy. And then that got scrapped. So they're going to do another mm-hmm. one sooner than later. Within the next five years, I would say, you'll hear about plans. Cause they, Disney never
1: misses a chance to cash in. And I'm sure they want to make more money off of Star Wars. Because even if the movie underperforms, they're still going to make a fuckload of money off of it. And then they introduce new characters, which means new toys, new merch. People buy the fuck out of those, and then they get even more money.
2: Yeah, and when did they open up the Star <clears throat> Wars wing of the Disneyland? It's open. But it's recently opened, right? So you would think they're going to be doing more Star Wars shit as they add to the Disneyland amusement park. And like you said, every new character, new little storyline, that can be theoretically another ride or something, at star- another exhibit yeah. at Disneyland. So, this horribleness isn't over, guys. Sorry. I know you guys get excited for this movie. I'm sorry.
1: Don't worry, Jeff. There'll be another, there'll be another Super Bowl.
2: Yeah. Well, you, can okay. watch, you can watch guys play catch. That'll I keep wanna, happening. I want to just keep this about Star Wars. Don't bring in football. Trying to. You keep fucking derailing things, Jeff. I was talking about the Disneyland Star Wars Yeah, thing. we're trying to review the movie. You're like, oh, let's talk about rides. I get, trying. <laughs> I'm just trying to add to the conversation. I'm starting to get the feeling that the movie sucked ass. Mm. I mean, you said you liked it, but I don't know. I did like your, it. And your reviews thing. are iffy at best. The the what was it?
1: Last Jedi. Just nothing happens in it, and it was. I'd rather have a movie like this where they try to cram too much shit in. Because at least you're seeing a bunch of cool shit. It doesn't all logically play out. There's, you know, plot holes in it. There's some stuff that just happened. Oh, it's very convenient how that seemed to happen, huh? To, To move the plot along. Right. And I saw a lot of people bummed out that, you know, Emperor Palpatine comes back. But, I mean, he did... It was in the trailers. You heard his voice. It's been hyped up for a while now that Palpatine was back. And... I know nobody really likes him, but in the original trilogy, he does... T- I mean, that's the whole reason Anakin Skywalker turns the dark side, is because he wants to learn the Sith technique of, like... What's it called when you come back to life? Resurrection. Resurrection, reanimation, something like that? Yeah, resurrection. That's yeah, he, really wants like a to, he wants to bring people back to life. So it's not out of the question that the greatest Sith Lord in the galaxy saved himself from death dude got thrown down a giant pit he could have just used the force to slow his fall towards the very end i i I saw many ways that you could say yeah the emperor survived or the emperor died and got brought back he did look pretty fucking cool he had like grayed out eyes and he was all zombied out and he had some big machine carrying his half dead zombie body around i thought that was kind of cool but they uh I, I feel like they, 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 got, they went to the... This trilogy went to the... Oh, I've used my Force powers too much. Now I'm disintegrating. No!
2: it went to that well a little too much?
1: Yeah. They, the only person who... The only like old-school person that didn't get killed off that way was Han Solo, who just got stabbed with a lightsaber. But Luke Skywalker, at the end of Episode Eight uses his Force too much, and then he turns into a pile of clothes... And then Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, uses her force too much, uh, trying to turn Kylo Ren good, and she turns into a pile of clothes. And then Kylo Ren uses his force powers too strong, to, too much to to stop the Emperor, and then he becomes force clothes. Everybody just turns into fucking clothes. They're all clothes. Either way, it's not like a Christopher Nolan movie, you know. You're not supposed to just like dissect every Adam little bit Driver, of And I like Adam Driver. I was about but to ask
2: about him.
0: As Kylo Ren, I hated his. I hated every. I can't stand him.
2: Do you think like someone else would have been better for Kylo Ren?
0: I I think it's just that character to begin with. I don't know. I don't like. I, I don't dislike Adam Driver. But I just hated his face so much in this movie and his <laughs> whininess, and I, I, and I think that's the character, not him.
1: And then they, got, they were talking about how there's like a, uh, a, a mole in the, the First Order for the Resistance, and it turns out it's Domhnall Gleeson who was just like a savage in the other movies. He's fucking destroying planets.
2: And he's the and fucking, he, he's the bitch.
1: He's, yeah, and he was leaking shit to the, to the rebels. <laughs> and he just gets, like, shot in the chest real quick and dies by some dude who I, I think was introduced in this movie. It all just, it feels like if they didn't whiff so hard with Episode Eight, they could have stretched this movie into
2: two movies. Compound fuck-ups, huh? Yeah. So, hmm.
1: But, I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, it had lots of cool shit in it. Had lots of cool sci-fi stuff. They went to lots of different planets. Um, uh, sounds
2: like they bit off a little too much more uh, more than they could chew.
1: A little bit, but they did tie things up neatly.
2: Nah, I, 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 I'm hearing they gave an ending to things. That's that's what I'm hearing. I'll suck three points,
1: three point five lightsaber dicks.
2: That sounds so I, bad.
1: I didn't go in wanting uh, an Oscar winning movie. It's a a fucking stupid Star Wars movie. You switch your brain off and you have fun with it. And I was able to do that. Shuddy, you seem like you had a little bit more of a struggle.
0: It was... It's a three.
2: See, now I gotta lower my score. It was alright. Lower your score. Well, I I have a few movies and things that I have to review, and... I gave my sc- I have
0: other movies to review also. Oh
2: dang. I gave my I have a score written down for a movie that I was kind of negative on, but it it matches your score of Star Wars. And I feel like you came off kind of negative, but a 3.5 negative uh 3.5 score is not as negative as maybe your review indicated it could be originally. I'm so- going to have
1: to I got to see what I gave The Last Jedi cuz I'm pretty sure I need to dock that a few points.
2: We need Dylan the tr- that truck. That
1: is that is not aged well.
2: We need Dylan the truck driver on demand for yeah. these kind of answers.
1: <laughs> well, it seems like we got a lot of shit to get through. Should we? Uh, yeah, dude, we got we a four-hour podcast off? out of us
2: from Los Angeles, California. We are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. We need some weed. Just smoke some weed. Fuck it.